Hey listeners, today we discuss the movie Cherry Falls from the year 2000. This movie contains scenes of sexual assault and rape, and we just wanted to make sure you were all aware of that, uh, so trigger warning there. The discussion of the movie begins around the 1 hour and 15 minute mark. And now, let's start the show. I've been sending you photos and stuff that I found and like taking a real life or whatever, something that's funny, but I didn't, I don't have any of those today. And uh, honestly, it's a, it's an audio, it's an, you know, an aural um, podcast here. So people mm. can't see it anyway, unless they go on our social media. So uh, I figured today I would just try to find something fun and I wanted to find some like, what if questions, you know, would you rather questions? Oh um, yeah. And I, I, so I, I looked some up, I, I could come up with some, but on the fly, it's kind of hard. Uh, so I found this on parade.com. It's it's just like a list of like 250 would you rather questions. But it's I loved it because it's wild. I, I was like, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I thought I might, we might just bring one up, you know, and do another one another time. But then mm-hmm. it was like some of them were so silly and like childlike. But then some were like existential questions or, or they <laughs> yeah. were like, I don't know, just more adult or like. I don't know. It sounded deeper, right? So, uh, in general, we could answer some of these. I figured we would just go through a couple of them. Sure. Uh, a few of them, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, one is, like, would you rather swim in a pool full of Nutella or a pool full of maple syrup? Ooh, Nutella. I'm a big fan of Nutella. Because of the taste? Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like either one I would probably die in, right? right. Because I'm not getting out of there. Yeah. Uh, but they have different consistencies. I feel like Nutella might be harder, but also maple syrup, you might sink faster. Um, I'm going to say something on this podcast that I don't know if I've brought this up before, but this is a a very real thing for me. Uh, I like to have clean hands, having Mm -hmm. gross Mm -hmm. hands, having sticky hands, whatever, uh, is not good for me. Like I immediately have to like wash my hands. I've always been like this pre pandemic. I was like this Uh and I I, uh, knowing this about you really. Yeah. It's gross. Like I don't like, uh, like sometimes I'm I'm not a, uh, able to <laughs> prepare food in any way, shape, or form, but sometimes mm-hmm. it will help my wife do it. And if she's like, okay, now you need to uh, mix all of the meat together with your hands, I'm like, uh-uh. I don't, I don't <laughs> like it. That is a gross feeling. Let's just put this whole thing in the microwave uh, like, and eat it go? that way. That's that's fine. <laughs> I'm, the juice is not worth the squeeze. Also, something I'm the not going to do with juice. my hands. So um, I will do it, but then I just like am like a ruined person until I can wash my hands. So the reason I say Nutella is I feel like it's going to be easier to get my hands clean than if I were to have maple syrup on them. Because I feel like that's going to be too, it's like too clingy to my hands, you know? No, the syrup is? Yeah. Mm. Like that's it's going to take, so, I'm going to have to get some like pumice soap in there to, uh, to get it all off. Okay, counterpoint, mm-hmm. you will be swimming in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and you will likely die. Oh I, yeah, I'm always good with that. So you, but you, you're still gonna choose that based on your love of Nutella, and then uh-huh. the ease of which you could have cleaned yourself if you lived. Mm-hmm. Yes, That's a great option. Yep, mm-hmm. I'm an old man. I'm set my ways. <laughs> you've you've been given my answer. That's um, it. This this spurs a, a, a. I realize this spurs a larger question, which is that. Um, Everybody I've ever heard besides myself calls it Nutella. Do you do you call it Nutella? I go either way. Okay. Um, it kind of depends on the the context and uh, what somebody else has said. So, you've so heard, have you heard both? I've heard both ways. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. understand the Nutella. I mm-hmm. feel like everybody that says it is stupid. And if you're out there, which is ninety nine percent of people, uh-huh. then you're stupid. No, I just 
it's it's made of nuts is that isn't that why it's called nutella yeah no, it's not made of newts <laughs> well we don't know that steven i don't know that for we, sure we've not checked the label i just it drives me crazy and it's one mm-hmm. of those things that everybody calls it and i'm like is it is it the name is that how you're supposed to like is it like uh the sparkling water Lacroix? which mm-hmm. I've heard is that's how you say it. it's like I, I pretentiously called it LaCroix for a long time because I thought that's how you would say that. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're like, oh, no, it's LaCroix. Yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. That's good to know. It's a specific way to say their brand. So yeah. maybe it is Nutella and I'm the dumb one. But just as like if I had read it and just said it, I've always mm-hmm. thought Nutella. I think I think for this podcast, we should go Nutella. Damn and then straight. For my new metal podcast i'll call it nutella oh I man feel like, i love it I think we should, we'll put some one, we over it. it we should call it nutella but maple syrup maple <laughs> maple syrup maple syrup oh that sounds mm-hmm. really good mm, spaghetti <laughs> um all right so it's like that you know simple just dumb fun okay. one uh-huh and then i don't know when i read this one i just thought man this is so adult compared to that would you rather have universal respect or unlimited power Oh my god! I know. Like how how powerful are we talking about? Like, are we talking about like monetarily? Mm-hmm. Like, you buy anything, or I, am I like mm-hmm. am I like getting Thanos level power? Oh, wow! Yeah, you because got, uh, you got a bracelet and the rings and stuff. Every time I uh, you know listen to the radio, I like mm-hmm. to snap my fingers along. So I'm like, oh, is this going to cause issues? <laughs> you know. <laughs> What if it's like a really poppy song and like uh, every time you kill half the people in the world yeah. <laughs> and it keeps just dwindling down. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, uh-oh. Yep. Um, I In my head, when I think of unlimited power, instantly mm-hmm. it's Jafar at the end of Aladdin. Oh, okay. That's how I like, pick, I'm like, do you want to be that? Yeah. Or would you like to have respect? And here's the thing. I don't, I don't really think about respect a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that I really care about that. I also am not like a big power guy. Yeah. Uh, that didn't really motivate me. But at least if I had unlimited power, I would be able to hang out with um, monkeys and Jasmine. Yeah. I was going to say red costume Jasmine oh uh, is going to cinch the, the wind for power in this. You that's, got it. That's all I want. Just I like a, that. A, uh, mm-hmm. You've gone with that fully now. My, yeah. my interpretation of what unlimited power means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. You're like, and if that's cool, if that's what it is, then yes, mm-hmm. I like that. I can see this cartoon woman in a red costume, <laughs> midriff and all. Mm, yep, midriff. that's it. Sign me up. <laughs> hey, it was a pivotal moment in our lives, I feel. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. were pretty young when that came out. It was it's definitely influential. Pivotal moment for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, let me try to come up with at least one more on here. Uh, there were some good ones that I did see on this list, um, and they're always fun. I like would you rather questions. They always like spark a lot of conversations in real life. I'll bring them to like jobs or like hanging out with friends. Always good for that. Um, but I'm just stalling right now, of course, because I'm trying to find a good one. Um, let's see. Would you? Oh, I I liked this one. Would you rather never be able to go out during the day or never be able to go out at night? Ooh, this is a good question. I know, right? That's yes. tough. Whew. This is. This is a difficult one because mm-hmm. I am more of a uh, a night owl. Sure. Which I, I heard a, a comedian say, um, it should just be owls because they're nocturnal. <laughs> so it should just be. It's just I'm, redundant, guys. Yeah. But it's weird. <laughs> it's weird if I'm like, I'm an owl. <laughs> I'm one of the nights of ghoul. Um, no, but like, yeah, I uh, I feel like my, my uh, 
biological rhythm is set to waking later in the day and then mm-hmm. uh, just staying up Stay all night. Up. Like when I was uh, before I could work and I was on summer break, you know, when I, when I was a teenager, I would stay up all night and then go to sleep at like, I don't know, six thirty, seven in the morning, Whoa. sleep for a few hours and then like wake up in the the early afternoon and go about my business. I didn't have Wonderful. any responsibilities. I didn't care. I know, right? Embrace it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's where my my body is programmed. However, I do like the daylight. Yeah. And like when I'm at work, I've, I'm surrounded by fluorescent lights. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I do have a window behind me in my office that I opened up just to get some vitamin D coming through because, man, there's... There's a, a sincere, like, good feeling I get from having sunlight on my skin. Totally. Yeah. You feel alive me. in a weird way. Yeah, separates me from the whites. And <laughs> I think that's important. That's <laughs> what you call vampires, everybody. It's fine. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. You know. You know them when you see them. <laughs> and, uh, boy, this is a really tough question. Um, I know. And plus, you know, I, I set up my trash cans, like... <laughs> the night before <laughs> oh boy this is this is a really hard one i'm gonna, I have, to, know, it's I'm gonna have to think on this one what, what about you i'm with you because i'm also i feel like a night owl i mean like mm-hmm. we're recording these on on sunday mornings you know we start at like 10 o'clock i get mm-hmm. up around 9 nine thirty, and uh i went to bed at like 3 30 last night like yeah. uh, lately on the weekends i've been staying up really late just watching movies mm-hmm. and hanging out or whatever and um, so I'm with you on that. And I generally like the night because it's like fewer people are around. It's quieter, which is like more pleasant for me. And, mm-hmm. um, I like kind of being the only one up and like just kind of doing my own thing or whatever. Yeah. And not having to worry about other people or the world or whatever. So I've always really liked that, but I also really like the daytime. And I think over time I've, I've, I started waking up earlier. Like when I hit 30, I, I joke about like, I started waking up at like 7 30 AM. My body's just like, you're fucking up. Yeah. And so I'm up during the day and especially the morning more. And I'm like, Oh, this is really pleasant. I love walking outside, you know, during the day and stuff. But I think if I had to choose one, mm-hmm. I'm going nighttime. And if I have to choose nighttime, I'm going vampire, <laughs> you know, because that, that you get power. Yeah. You know, you get flight, maybe, depending on the vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. If I can't go vampire, I'd still probably go night. Yeah. Maybe you, you could know. go werewolf. You know? I, I Either really one. I honestly want to be a werewolf more Yeah. than a vampire, Ooh. but if I can only go night, I don't know. That's a good question. Would you rather be a vampire or oh, a werewolf? Yeah. You know? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I think werewolf all the way. Mm-hmm. It's be- less controlling. Be- yeah, and then it's just like what once a month once or a something month? like that. Like yeah, you got a full moon. Sometimes you'll be confused. You'll be like all prepared. You like look outside your window, and it's like uh, a seven eighths full moon, Ugh. and you're like, "Is that does this count or should I?" And then as you're standing there, you just like black out, and you uh, eventually wake up in the morning, and you look around your neighborhood, and there's just bodies everywhere. It's like. <laughs> Like, okay, oh, so seven eighths full counts. Okay, <laughs> this is a this is a learning experience for me. I do like the idea that like anything is a spectrum, like mm-hmm. sexuality or autism or or werewolfism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is a spectrum, and it's like depending on like if, is it waxing or waning moon tonight? You know, yeah. is it like do I get some powers? Uh-huh. You know, am I going yeah. halfsies? Am I just going to mm-hmm. eat a rare steak tonight? You know, yeah, or am I going exactly. to kill people tonight? Yeah, exactly. You know? It's hey, it's a spectrum, guys. You're like, oh my god, I don't want to be chained up right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I gotta watch this uh, show for the podcast. 
Yeah, what if it fell on a day we had to record? I mean, it's just, I don't know, that seems like a lot of, a lot of That would be difficult. But yeah. again, we record in the morning, so... You know what? That's the, just the responsibility that comes with hosting a podcast. A lot of people don't realize, like, oh, uh, yeah. if you're going to take a podcast and it's about pop culture, guess what? You got to get used to taking notes. You got to mm-hmm. stick to a schedule. Yep. You got to make sure you don't kill people the night before so you can record <laughs> on Sunday mornings. You know, it's hard to record goes into through it. the you know through the microphone if your like teeth are full of blood. I feel. Yeah, that's the hard thing. You know, and and especially if you do eat a person and you decide, you know what, let's just eat these bones. Mm-hmm. You have to shit those out in the morning oh, as a yeah. human. No one wants that. You get that werewolf belly, mm-hmm. and you just gotta let it out. You know, and it's gonna gurgle all all episode. So, do you know what it's like to shit bone spurs? It's not pleasant. I wish I could be a werewolf when that happens, but I gotta yeah. be a human and I gotta experience all of it. All right, uh-huh. and it's like, thanks, past me. You know, yeah. ugh. What if a cannibal became a werewolf, and then they were just like, they had uh, to like tell someone that they were a werewolf, but they were also secretly a cannibal, and they were talking to their friend, and they're like, oh my god, you end up eating humans? That's terrible. And you're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You open your journal and you're like. Tom is not ready yet. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'll explain my lifestyle someday, but not yeah. today. <laughs> and then like uh in a like the next day you're like, Tom is ready now. And it's you put LOL and it's because you've cooked Tom yeah. and you've seasoned him properly. Mm-hmm. Uh to go back to the, the previous question, um uh-huh. I think I would choose uh daylight because I do like to get out and do things. Uh, during the day, like if I want to go to a yep. store or whatever, I'm going to have to participate yep. in business hours. Um, so I, I think I would do that and then just force myself to sleep at night, kind of like I do now. So I'm just yep. uh, kind of business as usual at this point. You and know? maybe if you couldn't go out for the opposite one, then you would mm-hmm. kind of set yourself on a better schedule anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I do also, it says you're just never able to go out, but like, obviously you're still alive in that you can still hang out with other people inside. Mm-hmm. And so I think that like, that would be like a good couple or like, I'm saying if you want to get married to me and mm-hmm. I was nighttime and you were daytime, we could get a lot of chores done. Oh my God. Yes. Each other, you know, this is good. Yeah. And we get to hang out inside any other time. Yeah. Afternoons we fuck. And then like yeah. whatever else we want to do throughout that. What if you like went to a movie theater, mm-hmm. you saw a movie and you just like completely forgot like the time change or totally. whatever. And then you like start to walk outside and then you're like, uh, I can't walk out there. So you have to like somehow hide in the wall. Yeah. You'd have to, you'd really have to like figure out a way to like mm-hmm. hide in that theater and just like camp out all night. You know what would actually work if, if we got married and you mm-hmm. were able to move down to Houston with me, mm-hmm. uh, downtown Houston has a series of tunnels with, with yeah. businesses in them mm-hmm. that you can like walk around so like that's all indoors so you can make it from different businesses and like all kinds of places like that would be a good place to be if you couldn't go out you know a certain part of the day or night mm-hmm. yeah that could that's be really interesting useful. like they are functioning businesses oh yeah it's wild i still haven't been down there uh i've seen lots of pictures of it and stuff but it's like a mm-hmm. fun there's like a lot of it i think that's like not accessible anymore like there's probably mm-hmm. like a lot more tunnels than people really use but there's mm-hmm. like yeah there's like restaurants and or like fast food at least or whatever like businesses and like and then it's like a tunnel to like a bunch of the different major buildings downtown and stuff it's weird mm-hmm. 
Do you think that when people walk down through there, they're like, hey, no subway? And then the people that work down there is like, okay, this fucking guy. No, there's no subway down here. It's a Quiznos. Yeah. Eat fresh still. We're, we're going to take their slogan. They don't know. They don't even know Quiznos is still alive. We got the spung monkeys behind the counter. Uh, they make the food now. Uh, they used to be part of the advertising campaign. Times are tough. They needed jobs. No one's going to hire them. Pitch in. Yeah. It's like when, the, what was it, the, the T-Mobile guy went to work at Verizon or vice versa. Oh, I didn't realize they were doing some incestuous stuff there. Yeah, this was a couple of years ago oh, where he was like, can you hear me now? Because I'm at this oh, place. And yeah. let me tell you, this fucking place that I used to work, they're pieces of shit. <laughs> Fuck them or whatever. He was not yeah, shitty about that. it, but you know. That yeah. script for that commercial. Yeah. Uh-huh. I <laughs> yeah. That. yeah, it was weird. It was during the Super Bowl. It was a big Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. But hey, hey, real quick, speaking of Super Bowl, did you watch the big game? No. Last weekend? No. Did you watch <laughs> did you uh did you watch the halftime show on YouTube or anything? Oh I did, yeah. Amanda yeah. uh Amanda was watching it and she was like, seriously, I I have to stop this and we have to watch it together. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. That was the mm-hmm. I saw uh I've seen no commercials that aired during it. I don't mm-hmm. know if there was anything funny. I've seen some of the movie trailers and stuff that came out that's what i get excited about that they release yeah. um mm-hmm. but then yeah i haven't uh right, and then the super bowl halftime show or whatever is always awesome and then mm-hmm. yeah snoop dogg and all the dr. boys dre. yeah dr. dre it's funny too because whenever somebody does the super bowl performance they're allowed to have one special guest that shows up that's a secret wink but mm-hmm. then people usually hear about it and then when i i didn't even know who was performing in this yeah. So I had gone to a, um, a winery to pick up some wine for my wife for Valentine's Day. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. And as I was standing there, the, the guy behind the counter was like, enjoy the concert tonight. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? There's a concert? He's like, yeah, it's bookended by two different games or whatever. He was just like having fun. I was like, oh, my God. That's fucking funny. I like that. You're like, that is how I watch that game. I was like, oh, my God. Another, funny, an, another funny person out in the world where like I, I uh, interact. And uh, so he was like, yeah, it's like Dr. Dre and Eminem and Snoop Dogg and Mary T. Bl-. Like, he listed off a whole slew of people. It's like, oh, so I guess they're not going to have any secret performers. And then I watched the halftime show, and, like, the secret performer is 50 Cent. I'm like... <laughs> Okay, I get, like, he, he was big at one point, like, uh, early 2000s, he was, like, a big artist, but, like, he just shows up, I was like, is that 50 Cent? And, has he been eating well? Like, he's, he's like, I guess somebody online was like, he went from 50 Cent to a dollar, or whatever, oh my like, God. but, That's pretty you know, good. That's, like, a good 90s pretty, joke. That's pretty funny. I really like it. But it's like, so that's the secret one? Like, I feel like, maybe Eminem, or, uh... Kendrick Lamar would have been a, a nice surprise guest, but when you have that uh, many people already yeah. involved and that mm-hmm. caliber, yeah, it is kind of like, mm-hmm. and we brought the garbage guy, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's like, I mean, that's yeah. a useful job. All right. Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong. But like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm not excited about seeing him as a special guest. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was great though. Like all, all around. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not into like a whole lot of those people. Like I don't really listen to a lot of the, their songs, but mm-hmm. it was like the ones that they played, like the California Love and stuff, mm-hmm. um, they were. It was just really fun how they embraced like the California ness of of the game, yeah. I guess, mm-hmm. uh, where it was and everything. Um, but it was it was just fucking rad. Like even though I'm not like super into any of those, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, man, that's just, fucking cool. That's fucking cool. Like I used to really 
go back and forth on Eminem. I used to like mm-hmm. kind of hate I, his his shtick, his whole thing, whatever. And mm-hmm. I was like, I, I I associated him with Kid Rock. I don't know if I talked about this before. They oh, came yeah. out around like kind of the same time, both like white boy rappers, both from um, Detroit, both from Detroit. Mm-hmm. And I associate and like Kid Rock is a joke. Oh, yeah. now mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and he yeah. was he always kind of has been but like i liked some of his songs i liked some of eminem songs but like i associated them together and i was so annoyed that he had such a persona eminem and now i'm like oh he's amazing like i've realized like retroactively like throughout mm-hmm. time like oh his his stuff is like really kind of groundbreaking and cool in different ways or whatever but um yeah so it, now it's good because seeing him on there i was like oh this is this is rad and that's that person's rad that person's rad mm-hmm. like uh it was just fucking fun man it was hit after hit after hit, yeah, and right. it goes throughout Dr. Dre's career. And, like, some of the songs he didn't specifically produce necessarily. Like, I don't think he produced the uh, the Lose Yourself song that Eminem performed. Mm. But, you know, he did help bring Eminem to yeah, the, right, the forefront. So it's just kind of like the, the whole crew that he helped bring up or whatever. Is everybody um, around him, is, like, 50 Cent part of mm-hmm. that as well? Is that why he was, like, there? Yes, yeah. I didn't realize mm-hmm. it was all kind of around Dre. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was kind of weird because the I like the the stage they performed on. It was like a, mm. a a series of houses that were interconnected or whatever, and you would kind of walk through them. But it did look a little bit flimsy when they were like up there, like dancing and like uh, like on the the upper level. I was oh, like, yeah, is yeah. this gonna fucking collapse? Like, what's gonna happen <laughs> Are we here? About to watch Snoop die. <laughs> I know. <yeah. laughs> That'd be crazy, man. <laughs> he went up in a puff of smoke. <laughs> um, but it was funny, too, because there was a, a specific stage that Dr. Dre would uh, go back to his little, like, home base stage. And it was supposed to be, like, a producer's console and had all these, like, switches and, and levers and whatnot. Um, but he had this rolling chair that was behind him. I don't ever remember seeing him, like, sitting down. I'm like, why is this chair here? Someone's going to fucking trip over it and just, like, fall off the stage or whatever. That's it's like, you don't dies. need... Like, I can't... We could just, like, imagine. We know it's not, like, an actual, like, production soundboard. We're... We don't need the chair. I There's thought no that need was for that legit. Chair. I thought that's what he, like... He's so rich and he's so powerful that he puts that on a semi-truck. He carries it around everywhere he goes. And oh, at yeah. any moment, he has a full studio with mm-hmm. dancing women in it. <laughs> ready to go yeah. you know yeah and he i thought that was real my bad i, I mean it could late. it could have been mm-hmm. i've not seen him live before but i i'm i'm not saying it it is real i'm not saying it isn't you know i'm just saying q told me that they're oh yeah they're transporting children mm-hmm. in that yeah and i just don't trust any anybody anymore <sighs> except for yep. oh and <sighs> Hillary's back at it again. You know? Oh my God! Don't get me started on that. Hillary, we got, first mm-hmm. we got Snoop, then we got Dre, then we got booty shaking on live TV. Mm-hmm. Hillary's emails, Benghazi, Su- the Super Bowl Fifty One halftime show brought to you by Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, <laughs> the devil? Question mark. <laughs> Man, why did Fox News get the Super Bowl? This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Bidding war and everything. Yeah, I literally have no idea what it was even on. I was really glad yeah, this year to just kind of fully ignore it uh, until Amanda was like, "Hey, you should watch this show," and it's pretty good. I, well, my wife and I, we get. Uh, I don't think like excited is necessarily the the right word for watching the Super Bowl, but we do like have some affinity for mm-hmm. going through that tradition because we don't watch sports on a regular basis. Yeah, it's like the one and, thing. Yeah, that's the one thing, and then like we get 
I don't know, maybe like 40 minutes into it and you're like, oh, we should like pick a team to root for or whatever. Like, oh, yeah, you, know, you can just, do it later on. Yeah. Um, Who's winning? That's all I'm yeah. looking for. <laughs> I literally picked, picked the Rams because I like their logo better. So that's that's what I based that off of. Um, so we're uh, we're watching uh, like I went I took a nap. I got up. I was like, OK, so when does the game start? She's like, it's been on for an hour. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. OK, amazing. Uh, so what's Oops, going on here? It. Oh, there's some points on the board. I probably missed all the good movie trailers or whatever, but that's all right. I'll, I'll watch it on YouTube later anyway. They were all like uh, days before some of them. I was yeah. like, oh, cool. They're like, this is the Super Bowl spot. I was like, excellent. I can watch it now at home mm-hmm. on my internet. Yeah, you don't have to stress about it. So, yeah, one of those and things. And you guys didn't do like any kind of party or like whatever. <laughs> no, no. We just uh, we had some like finger foods that we ate here and then um, just watched the game. And uh, Right on. Yeah, the food is like my, the the tradition of like getting together for any kind of event and like eating mm-hmm. good food, or whatever. I I like the Super Bowl for that, but yeah. like a few years ago, we were in Denver while the Super Bowl happened, like weekend, like it wasn't planned for that, but we were happened to be there and we were watching it. And then like eventually, uh, Caleb, uh, my my brother in law, was like, uh, "Do we even really care about this? Like, should we just go in the basement <laughs> and just like play games?" And I was like, "Man, that." actually sound we don't have to watch this we don't have to do this tradition and it's it was almost like liberating to me because i yeah. don't care about it i don't care about sports whatever and it was cool just to kind of be together then we were all together and then had the good food and we played card games and stuff and that was like way more fun yeah uh, yeah so I, I, since then i've been like like this year we were just like fully ignored it and i was like man i really don't need it i'm just like mm-hmm. it's almost i'm getting close to that with the oscars to be completely uh, to be completely honest, yeah. Uh, even me, who I'm a, I'm a huge Oscars lover, like I love mm-hmm. the event. I'm like I'm just not excited about it this year, and I don't mm-hmm. think I really was last year. And like I'm like okay, yeah. Um, I'm just kind of leaving those those old traditions behind. I don't know. Has diminishing returns for you? Yeah, it's like I don't know if I really care about the Super Bowl or the Oscars. You know, over time things have changed, or whatever. But like, if I want to get my family together and you know make some some finger foods, mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna watch the uh, adult video network awards so <laughs> yeah. the AVN yeah of yeah. course is it mm-hmm. network I was like I don't know actually what the N stands for I guess network <laughs> adult video something the AVN adult awards it's like my mom's favorite show you know uh-huh. and like um, you get to make like little cupcakes that look like butts <laughs> lots of finger foods uh huh of course obviously some chocolate Cheerios oh, oh obviously my God. all that stuff you know that's genius Mm-hmm. You eat genius. some, and then you take a few. You sprinkle it in the toilet, so it helps <laughs> you with your aim. Um, That's a good I, idea too. <laughs> at a certain point during the AVNs, you like shush the whole room. You're like, "Shut up! This is my category." It's like, <laughs> at the category for double anal goes to <laughs> dad. Pops his head in. Who's gonna win? Who's gonna win? <laughs> it's just a family affair. It's for everybody, you know. They announce it. Half the room cheers. Half the <laughs> room erupts in anger. Like, God damn it. Everybody's got their favorites. I lost $69. <laughs> I bet it on everything. <laughs> Man. Well, I, I look forward to that this year and every year, as always. Mm, uh, of course. And the Super Bowl can come and go. We'll see about the Oscars. But those ABNs, man, I'm there. Front hey, and center, they, you know what I'm saying? They're always coming, you know? <laughs> and on that note, I think we should get into it. So we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where clearly we're just uh, talking about stuff today because it's fucking fun. So welcome that's, to the journey. That's what we do. You know, this is a conversational podcast where we talk about pop culture sometimes. 
Yeah, that's a good way to put mm-hmm. it. It's even getting like more and more jokey, which I kind of have fun with. Uh, and then mm-hmm. some pop culture on the back end. And if you want to stick around for that, that's cool, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poke your head around back there, see what's going on. <laughs> uh, we got a weird movie coming up later. <laughs> <You know? laughs> It'll be an interesting time, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Uh, Stephen, I believe we do have to address the controversy from a different podcast that's oh, yeah. that's popped up. Um, so on a recent episode of Erie International, uh, it was mentioned by the, the hosts on there uh, that... Um, we had mentioned their podcast, uh-huh. uh, but only two of the three hosts, uh, and and yes. one of the hosts felt left out, which is unfortunate because they listen to the show regularly. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, I don't want to put that on them. I would never put that on a person. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to put that on anybody. Yeah, but if you're if you're listening, that's cool. Yeah, any of you. Yeah, and our intention was not to to like hurt anyone's feelings or to exclude anyone. I of believe course not. Because uh, you and I talked about this off air, I believe uh, you hadn't mentioned the other two hosts because of specific scenarios. Yeah, it was like I listened back to. It's funny because it's like one of those things you mentioned it, and then I had. To, I was like, "What the fuck did we even say?" I have no idea. I always forget <laughs> everything, and so I listened back to our episode, and it was like David on their show had a unique experience that he was like raised in a very conservative religious household, and so his mom wouldn't let him go see the movie when he was about our age, uh, like when I, I saw it so young, but I, I also lived in a Christian household that didn't stop me from watching that, but he mm-hmm. did. And I was like, Oh, that's so, that's similar, but different. And it's kind of interesting. And then Andy was like 19 when it came out. So he has a whole different experience, like being older and being able to go to the theater and about in Germany, they had like different cuts of the movie on a, like over 16 and over 18. And then it was just that, um, that third guy, that third guy, what's his, uh, what's his name? It's like, um, uh, uh, Winston? Winston. Winston. Yeah. yeah, like Churchill, and then also his favorite Ghostbuster. Oh, perfect. That's a mm-hmm. good combo right there. Yes. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so Winston. Winston was like, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't that there was nothing, you know, that he didn't make great points or whatever. It's just that there wasn't anything specific in that moment that I was going to bring up. Right. Uh, but however, I felt bad about it, and I also hadn't listened to their sequel episode to that. I was talking about mm-hmm. Scream 3 and 4, so I listened to that, and uh, fuck David and fuck Andy. I'm just talking about Winston today, because that, that guy yeah. has my respect. Absolutely. And Winston, we are very sorry for that. Um, you know, it's Winston is our favorite cigarette brand, so yeah. I don't know how we could have could have missed that. I know. Uh, I you know, smoke them if you got them. Yeah. Uh, so, mad respect to, uh, to Winston over there at Erie International. It was episode 321 of their show. Mm-hmm. And is that Scream one and two or three and that four? Was, uh, that was that was a Carrie episode. They they had oh, uh, they discussed Carrie gotcha. for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, and, uh, gotcha. You know, we had discussed Carrie previously, so I don't even honestly. I don't, <laughs> I like, don't what's even the did. point? Well, you know. Um, but yeah, he made some good points about three and four, mm-hmm. uh, and I wanted to bring up a little bit because, uh, and we're going to talk about this soon. Uh, do you want? Can we announce that now? Have we already announced anything with it? We have not announced anything. We've we've kind of hinted at. Okay. But uh, you know what? Let's just rip off the band-aid we because it. we're going to forget. I know. <laughs> well, why don't you say it? Because you, you have a good coined phrase. Yes. Uh, it's dumb. As dumb as possible. <laughs> but all all next March, all next March, all next month, which is March. Yeah. Holy mm-hmm. shit. It's going well so far. Uh, I'm going to gonna pull up my, my calendar here. Uh, let's see. This is the 22nd. Let's see. Yes. So beginning the next episode of Let's Talk About Stuff, because this month only has 28 days. Stupid February. 
and that would be on Monday. Therefore, Tuesday, March 1st, we're going to begin our run on the series Scream oh. by Movies. Maybe you've heard of it. Yeah. It's going to be uh, great. We're dubbing this Scream Arch. <laughs> See, it just rolls off the tongue. It just rolls off the tongue. One phrase. word immediately after the yeah. other. No space. <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, so we're going to do a whole month on that. And it's going to bleed into April. Um, because yeah. there are five Scream movies. Uh, that last episode is going to come out on April 5th. Okay. So, uh, yeah, strap in for that. We're going to uh, start with the first Scream movie, which is titled Checks Notes Scream, uh-huh. and go all the way through the fifth Scream movie, which is titled <laughs> Checks Notes Scream. So stick around for that. I believe by the time we get to that last movie, uh, the the fifth Scream, a.k.a. Five Cream, uh-huh. uh, that should be available to watch on yeah. Paramount+. Plus. So um, if people have not checked it out yet, which I feel like a lot of people who are into horror have uh, by going to the theaters or drive-in or whatever, uh, maybe torrenting. I, I guess you could do that shit on TikTok. I know somebody who watched the entire movie Encanto. Uh-huh. Encanto? Oh. Encanto? Uh, on no uh, TikTok. Um, I heard that about Spider-Man. Yes, yeah, I heard about that too, yeah. And I was like, do I want to watch it on TikTok? (laughs) I think I'll wait. I think I'll wait. It'll it'll eventually come out on a format that we can enjoy. But Scream, Um, yeah, the new Scream well as well, which I'm very excited to see at mm -hmm. home and just watch and dissect and stuff. So that that seems really cool, and it'll fall right in line with our month. So Yeah, I'm excited to watch the fifth Scream movie without someone constantly talking (laughs) during it. I'm excited for you too, man. Uh Yeah, not having a bright-ass phone screen in my face because of the person next to me. It's going to be insane. Yeah, if you're going to have distractions, you know, let it be an ass. Let it have one scream, uh, you know, one TV on scream and one on the AVN network, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got to have both of those, but that's the only distractions you need. Picture in picture is uh, tremendous <laughs> for this day so and age, good. you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to do, we're going to cover each movie individually. Um, and I'm very excited about it because Scream is one of, it's like, like, like a lot of those guys at Erie, they talked about like Scream and, and uh, everything getting, getting them into horror and, um, it's one of my favorite franchises. Even the bad ones are fun. And uh, I have a lot to say about the rewatch that I did and then rewatching them again each each week um, will be really fun. But uh, And then leading up to Scream 5 uh, will be really fun. But I will mention some things probably then about what the Eerie guys have mentioned on their podcast because they made some good points or just had like, I don't know, uh, their their versions of like how they saw the movies was so interesting and Winston's mm-hmm. in particular he had like never seen any of them before and I think that's wild to me because I've seen Screams 1 through 3 like like dozens and dozens of times over the years mm-hmm. and I watched all of them and like when they came out I didn't see Scream in theaters but I think I saw the other two and mm-hmm. um so I've like always been a big fan of that and like to ha- hear someone like as an adult approach these movies and watch them kind of back to back yeah, uh, it was really interesting. Like he he correctly identified Scream Three as like not that great of a movie, but you know, kind of kind of fun or whatever in some ways. And then like he talked about it being like forgettable and Scream Four, I think, kind of as well. And I I feel that way as as well uh, about both of those. They're not the greatest sequels. Um, and then God, there was something specific that he mentioned about three. Oh, the Jane Silent Bob cameo. Oh and yeah, three, that's right. Which yeah. he's a big fan of. Like he was like, mm-hmm. I I had always seen that at Jane uh, Jane Silent Bob Straight Back. They mm-hmm. see Courtney Cox, I guess, in it, 
or and maybe also Carrie Fisher or something like that. They like do a crossover Scream thing in there that he had known mm-hmm. about for decades, but never knew the counterpart in Scream Three, which I always did. So that's just like always mm-hmm. interesting, like how it affects people's pop culture upbringing. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was really fun to listen to him. Um, apparently, there are two other hosts on that show as well. I don't. I do mm-hmm. not care about them. Right, uh, but Winston is my boy. So that's the uh, one. That's the one we're gonna focus and on. And I love yeah. him, and and he's always been a, a gracious guest host on our show. And I, uh, he's British. He fucking sounds rad as fuck. All right, mm-hmm. every British person does. Mm-hmm. He's no exception, and his opinions are awesome. And I love you, Winston. Winston for life. That is his name, right? I, I believe so. I think that's what we have. To, we've we've committed we've to committed the bit to at this that. point. Yeah. This okay. Is, good. This is where we're going. Mm-hmm. Good on you, know, Winston. I'll, I'll edit that Cheerio. whole discussion out. Yeah. Yeah. Cheerio. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate Cheerio, you know? Yeah. Ugh. Go throw some in the toilet. A little different. Mm, yeah. Um, before we get into the Cherry Falls talk, oh, yeah. let's uh, talk about some other stuff we've consumed oh, recently. Um, I, I would like to get this one thing out of the way here. Um, you had mentioned the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. Oh, yeah. We watched that. Uh-huh. Uh, we actually watched that, like, most of the episodes, the night that we recorded the episode where you mentioned it. Oh, wow. And okay. we, we finished it within, like, a couple of days, and uh, I just didn't have a chance to mention it until now. Sure. But uh, a very enjoyable show. It's on Netflix, starring Kristen Bell, others. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a, a fun, quick romp through the series. Um, yeah, I'm curious if they're going to make a, a sequel series to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like they could. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. But, Just continue uh, on the, the absurdity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was enjoyable. I liked it. I uh, Rachel uh, Rachel Bookout had mentioned on our Instagram mm. a while back, uh, on whatever episode you mentioned it on, yeah, that yeah. she also enjoyed it. So uh, hopefully it's a show that picks up some steam. I, I haven't really heard about... I know, right? Uh, a lot of people talking about it, but hopefully it's enough to, uh, if there's a possibility we can get a season two out of it, that we can do so. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. I think it's just really fun. I've I've wanted to rewatch it since then because um, mm-hmm. it is pretty, like a pretty fast story. Yeah, um, like you can watch it pretty fast. I think we we did it like all in one night or whatever, uh, maybe two nights. But it was, um, I don't know. It's just like fun and absurd, and it makes fun of a lot of the other stuff that we actually enjoy that are like those sort of. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I like. I haven't seen the the girl on the train and the woman in the window, which are the ones that I guess it really skewers. But uh, that type of crime drama or whatever. Uh, I always find fun. And then this one with Kristen Bell, I mean, she's always amazing. So yeah. Like when How can she you go wrong, fucking fills that wine bottle or the <laughs> glass and it just keeps going. It keeps going until to the top and she just leans over and sips it off the top. Uh-huh. It's just so classic. I love it. She's got a whole, uh, bowl in her kitchen counter that's filled <laughs> yeah. with corks or whatever, you know, it's so big. Yeah. But it's like, I love the absurdity of that because it's like, that's like a huge Pinterest thing. Like so many people have corks or whatever around like as a decoration and like, it's such a large bowl, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah, it's like a salad bowl filled, yeah. like brimming over. There are like extra corks laying on the uh, the. Well, I was gonna say the floor, the uh, the countertop around it's amazing. it. Amazing. Um, and then I, I won't say it here, so people who maybe have not watched the show can can check it out for themselves. So no spoilers. But the reveal of the killer. Holy shit! Oh, that was fantastic. Was, that was very funny. That was very funny to me. Very yeah. enjoyable. It, the whole thing is just, I, I like it because they play it kind of straight yeah. in, in some ways, but it's just like a little tweak. You can just tell like, that's a little weird. That's a little extra. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and the killer is no exception. Like it, it all is just like a, it's like kind of played straight, and then it's like a little extra, and it's a little silly, and it's all kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right yeah. on, man. That's fun. I don't know how anyone would think the show was like serious. Isn't that absurd? Why yeah. do people keep thinking that? I don't see how I don't you could know. possibly. The title alone, know. man. Yeah, I know. The title alone exactly. gets me. It's like the, you know, it's like what scary movie, you know, was like first title, whatever. It's and they mm-hmm. had like so many. It's like I know what you did last f- Saturday, the fourteenth, and blah blah blah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they they try to like play on all the different titles and they can make them super fucking long. And like, I'm like, that's exactly what this is doing. Like, clearly, yeah. Uh, and it's so so great. Seems so obvious to me, but yeah, right. what do I know? Um, I also watched a movie on HBO Max. I came across this just, uh, it was like in the, the newly added area or whatever. And I saw it was a movie starring Jason Bateman from 2014 called This Is Where I Leave You. Have you ever heard of this movie? I have tried to watch this movie multiple times. It seems very dramatic, so I've never gotten into it. But I'm so curious because I love Jason Bateman so much. What was your opinion of it? There are a lot of so many people. people in there that i like and i, I was yeah. like man i don't recognize this movie at all yeah. so i i pulled it like i woke up in the middle of the night one night and i was like eh, let me start this and you know right just on. get a, a taste for what it is i ended up watching the whole thing it's like an hour and 48 minutes awesome. long or whatever and i was just fully into it oh, cool, um, man. It, that's great it's just a lot of like uh family stuff there's no like action or or yeah. drama or any or well there's drama but there's um no CGI, anything like that. It's a very yeah. like insular, like family movie, essentially. Mm-hmm. Not not really like a family movie, like watch it with your kids, but it's like <laughs> a, a family. Uh, like, who am I suggesting this let, to? Yeah, let me let me backpedal a little bit. Um, I'm trying to to find the description on HBO Max while I'm talking, and I think this is working out uh, for it's all of us. Doing great. But um, essentially, the the movie has uh, Jason Bateman. He gets cheated on by his his wife uh, at the beginning of the movie uh, and then his father dies and his his family gets together he his mother uh, his surviving mother and then his three other siblings one of them's Adam Driver one of them's Tina Fey the other one is Corey Stoll um, they have to get together and sit Shiva and I was like I don't I don't know what this means I know it's like a Jewish term but mm. evidently it's like for seven days you stay in the the home with your family mm-hmm. and you sit there so people can come by yeah, and get right their on. condolences and it's like you, i've heard of that but yeah i didn't really know what it was yeah and you sit there and you you like grieve with your family that's what the movie is it's uh it's a, a movie where a family gets together they've been uh kind of spread spread out a little bit they they come back together they deal with their like family issues and and whatnot sometimes uh the siblings have beef with each other sometimes they they bonded and are just catching up or whatever they each have their own lives and you get to meet all these characters and whatnot um jane fonda is the the mother nice um and then uh what is her name uh, Catherine Hahn is in it, and Rose Burns in God, it. There's so many good people in that movie. Yeah, um, it was very enjoyable. Highly recommend this because I I don't hear anyone talk about it. Totally, but it's it's definitely worth watching. That said, the description to this movie seems a, a little overly harsh. Let me read the description as it appears on HBO Max. Jason Bateman stars in this comedy about a cuckolded husband oh, who, jo- wow. who joins in his, in his family in sitting Shiva in the wake of his father's death. It's like, not cuckolded, he gets cheated on. And it's not like he's okay with it and, and like, it's, mm. it's not like, like, I'm not judging that part of it. Like, if, you know, people 
want to get into whatever they want to get into, that's fine. But like, that's not, that seems like a very specific scenario, you know, where this is yeah. like, he gets cheated on and he decides to separate from his wife and like go elsewhere. Like as soon as he finds out about it, he's like, no, thank yeah. you. And then just like moves on. See, I think you're, you're applying the, like the porn cuckold to it, which is uh, mm-hmm. everywhere now. Uh, as, as well as the family stuff, which is the, like, guy wants to be humiliated with his wife, like, fucking another dude. Mm-hmm. But have you ever seen uh, Crazy Stupid Love with uh, Steve Carell? No, I haven't. Okay, I like that movie. It's, you know, rom-com, whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. there's a part in there where he's at a bar. His his wife cheats on him, and then she tells him, and he, like, just jumps out of the car. And he goes to a bar, oh. and he keeps telling everybody he was cuckolded. And I was like, I remember being like, what is he, why does he keep saying that? It's so, mm-hmm. like, weird or whatever. And it is, like, just a man whose wife is sexually unfaithful, uh, oh. like, as a standard or whatever, right? Often regarded as an object of derision. But it's like, uh, yeah, it's just like his, he was cheated on. He's he's a cuckold. But it's, like, taken on such a different meaning now oh, okay, that I don't yeah. think it's appropriate, like, to put that in an HBO. Like, that seems so weird to me yeah. to, like... Well, he used to like he used to like sit around and jerk off while his wife fucked other dudes, mm-hmm. and it's like that's not what this movie is about at all. <laughs> that's a whole different thing. So that's pretty wild that they would put that in there, man. I know, yeah, it's very very specific language yeah. to me. Like I understand maybe there's a, a technical term, and that's accurate, but yeah. like it's taking on a whole new meaning. Like it's know? not much longer just right. He was cheated on. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. and everybody knows what that means. So. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. I have heard of this movie. Like, I think I was on a like an iTunes rental a long time ago, like a ninety nine mm-hmm. cent rental, and I'd heard about it there because I scroll through those a bunch. Um, and it had so many people in it that I was like really intrigued. Um, but it looked really dramatic, and I, I just that those types of movies are you know hard to get into in a random random time sometimes. Whatever. I'm glad that you just did it and tried it, and it worked. Because um, I've wanted to watch it for so long and I never have, and now I'm like, yeah, I should watch that fucking movie. Connie Britton. Connie Britton is the uh, the actress's name I was trying to Connie think of. Britton. Like, I could picture her face. Like, I recognized her when I, I saw her. Uh, she's from, like, Friday Night Lights, uh, which is a show I didn't watch, but I know she was on oh, it. Oh, yeah. I love um, her. I always forget Tim- her name. Timothy Oliphant. Dex- uh, Dax Shepard. Damn. Is in it? Yeah, there's, there's a shitload of people in here, and everyone is good. And icing on the cake, Stephen, Ben Schwartz. Ben Dude. Schwartz has a recurring... Well, I guess it's a recurring role. It's not like a he's series, a, but he's like he's he's, a, he's like yeah he he's uh, he's peppered throughout the movie. He's Man. not like a main main cast member, but yeah, he's very very funny. You sold me at like fourteen actors back. Holy I know, shit. right? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is in this movie, and God every damn. single one of them is good. Uh, a lot of like good energy. A shitload of heart is in this movie as well. Uh, moves at a excellent pace uh like i said it's like uh, approaching two hours long but none of it drags uh like i said i watched this at like 2 a.m one morning when i couldn't sleep and i just it just awesome. carried me through the whole thing it's very very enjoyable so if oh. it's something that you previously had wanted to watch it yeah. just got added to hbo max so now is the that's time awesome. it's directed by sean levy or yeah i guess that's how you say it uh mm-hmm. he's he's part of like stranger things he's like oh, one of the creators okay. of stranger things but he did like Cheaper by the Dozen and Night at the Museum and Real Steel. I like that movie with Hugh Jackman. You ever oh, see that one? I'm, no, I've not seen that it's like one. like the Rock'em Sock'em Robots with, with Hugh Jackman. It's pretty cool. 
um, mm-hmm. like better and better than I would expect, or whatever. But uh, yeah, that's interesting. I didn't realize that he would be uh, like a part of that type of movie. So okay, since you made the connection, I will say another cast member in this is the Mind Flayer. He does Ugh. show up, does have a, a small part. It was like early you on. You already got me, man. You it it was keep... early on. That's like, crazy. It was like it was one of his first acting credits. Damn. Yeah. That's cool that you got to you got to see him like in his early career, you know. Yeah, he did a uh, a Fruit Loops commercial before that. Oh, they were like, maybe we should change it up from Toucan Sam. <laughs> they were like, no, this doesn't. I don't think this is gonna turn out the way we wanted it to. And he's so. like, what about chocolate Fruit Loops? And they're like, we're not we're not Cheerios. Yeah, yeah. get out of your mind, Flair. And he lost <laughs> Why that. Why don't they have chocolate Fruit Loops? That sounds kind of good because like chocolate covered fruit is really good. It is. Oh my god, that sounds kind of cool. That sounds cool, right? Like, they do have chocolate Cheerios, but the problem is they're so tiny, you know? If you made them a little bit larger, yeah. you would have chocolate Fruit Loops, and that honestly, they don't even have to be fruit-flavored, you know? They I like just the be combo. like chocolate. Mm-hmm. Like, you get those, like, chocolate-covered orange candies at Christmas. You ever had those? They, like, peel apart? Not a fan? No. So, I'm not a picky eater, but I do uh-huh. think that certain foods are bullshit. I think <laughs> a chocolate a chocolate orange is bullshit. Every once in a while, I really like them. Uh, I don't always. Are they even, you know, like, covered? Is it candy? Is it just, like, chocolate that's flavored with orange? I think I think it's the latter. Yeah, it's but just But, like, right? it's, it's molded in the shape of an orange, yeah. so that if you, like, peel the slices open, it's, that's like... Right. Yeah. But it's, like... Yeah. Maybe it would be better if it were like European chocolate. I don't know. Maybe oh, once yeah. Tim can tell us. The quality. But like the American chocolate is just not. No, it's not good for that. Totally. It, it's the, it doesn't have the creaminess necessary to pull something like that off. Wow, that sounded really legit. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, Brent's right about that, mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you, if if I have a strong opinion about food, I have thought about it. And I'm the person who eats oysters every day during my work week for lunch. Mm-hmm. Chocolate covered oysters, of course. Chocolate covered oysters. Sometimes I, I throw a little bit of sarach on there, but uh, interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I've heard of that kind of spicy chocolate. That's good. My favorite thing to do is to open up a fresh can of prepackaged oysters, put some of that chocolate on there that uh, hardens if you oh, freeze yeah. it. Throw them in the, <laughs> the the freezer for you know maybe <laughs> six seven minutes. Pop them out. Throw a little uh, a few dots of sriracha on there. Yeah. Oh my god. Eat those up. And if you want to get really wild, uh-huh, sure. put some wasabi on there. Clean what? out those sinuses. Yeah. I could use that right now for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to go get this these ingredients. Mm-hmm. Do you think just the wasabi would do it? Would that clear up my sinuses? You need the oysters. Oh, okay. I cannot stress I this enough. oysters. Yeah. You know how, like, sometimes after you drink a, a milkshake, or not a milkshake, a, uh, eat a sundae. Uh-huh. Wait, is it a milkshake? <laughs> you know what? I don't know where this you're going not, with this. This is not where I, where I wanted to go with this. I'm just going to abandon the premise <laughs> altogether. I'm so curious now, though. What I was going to say, like, after you're done eating the, the oysters with all this shit layered on top of it, you take a straw and you suck up the oil. Oh, that's man. Like you yeah. would do that. You snorted that, don't you? You snorted, uh, son of a bitch. Well, I there's it's difficult because of I only have an hour from my lunch, and there's a whole drying process. Oh, yeah, And then true. you got to, like, chop it up and powder it. And then it's, like, it's a big problem. I do a enjoy it. it. Yeah. Because, you like, have, if like, you the time. If you have the time and you can snort the, if you can snort the oyster oil along with the, the the mixture of the wasabi, the sriracha, sure. the hardened chocolate, it's just you eat with your nose first. Yeah, you know, that's, that's what, they, what they always say. That's what they say. Uh huh. So they tell cocaine addicts, you know. 
I was gonna say you're you're basically wanting to meal prep here to uh-huh. make this this meal work. And I imagine like what if your your meal prep was just little vials of cocaine for each day and it said like Monday, <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> Like, There's like a whole scenario where yeah. like somebody is very organized and they've got their like Monday through Friday pills. They've yes. got their Monday through Friday Coke. And then next to it, they've got their Monday through Friday underwear just like laid out, you know? They're like, man, I love the week stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. On the weekends, it's like, that's when I get crazy. I don't oh, have yeah. any cocaine nor underwear. <laughs> I'm just stricken it up. I like to imagine though too. It is one of those like pill packs with all like the like M T W like across it, you mm-hmm. know. And it's like a, the different pills you need for the day, but in a layer of cocaine, like it's just sitting in sand, looking, mm-hmm. you know. But like you like you take your pills and then you snort it out of the hole. Yeah, and it's like a whole delivery system, or like a fun <laughs> dip. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, you have one of those little one like uh, little, yes, yes, that'd be great. <laughs> You, have you ever seen those those things where they're laid out and they have like Monday through uh, Friday, but it's like M O T U W E T H. The only reason that exists is to make Thursday not feel like an asshole for having to have two letters, you know? Because if you just put like T on both ends, I feel like you get just sorted out. Like you would know as you're going through there, you get to Thursday. Yeah. You're like, oh, this says T, but there's a Tuesday. Uh oh. What do I do? But wait, I just had. Hold on. That could be confusing if uh-huh. you know yeah. you had dementia. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Dementia. Like, do you forget just your grandchildren's faces, or do you forget days of the week? Uh, yeah. Eek. That sounds bad. Eek the cat. But I do like that they were like, oh, Thursday's gonna feel so bad if we do <laughs> M T W T H and then F. It's like, oh, we gotta add a second letter for everyone. We gotta be sensitive to each day. Or like when we do that for for months, where we have to spell out like at least the first three letters, and then we get to May, and it's just the full title of it. You I know? hate doing that. Mm-hmm. Why is May special? It gets the whole you get it all spelled out there. You know, it's fucking bullshit. You know what? On LTAS, we refer to it as Maymember. Yeah, just so we can say that May is shorter. That's right. I also, whenever I'm writing months out like that, for some reason, when I get to like September, I don't like if I'm doing three letters for everything. Mm-hmm. I always, always put the T. I will put S E P T. What the yeah. fuck is that about? I don't know. I'm compelled. I'm like, you have such a solid consonant to end on with a P. Right. But then you've got a next, the next one is the T. And it's stronger. Uh, yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So we go out of our way to make it harder for that one. How weird. Is that like a common thing or is that just you and B thing? How weird is that? I don't know. But like, how often do we come across something that ends with a P that's followed by a T? I I guess you just want to see it. When you have the option, uh, you just yeah, want to oh see yeah, it. well, add a C onto it. S E P T C. Yes. Yeah, I love that month. Mm-hmm. That's a good month. Strong Stupid month. March weather, not my thing. No, no. Yeah, I forgot what it was. Now I just started doing gibberish in the middle. <laughs> I thought you were trying to auction off something. Oh Wild. man, that'd be great. <laughs> what do you have? What have What have you recently Let's... watched or? Uh, dare I say red let's check it out man so I watched Cherry Falls which we're going to talk about here in a bit mm-hmm. um, and it's like Cherry Falls is from when like 2000 I think yeah and uh, I have lots of thoughts about it we'll talk about that but spoiler alert, I, I basically liked it okay I liked mm-hmm. it enough that I, I was like licking that era and I just finished the Scream rewatches uh, which Scream 3 is also in 2000 
And so that era of movies, like some of them I really like and some of them I skipped out on, like Cherry Falls was just kind of, I watched it once when it came out and like I never really thought about it much after that. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of cool to revisit it. So I was scrolling through, I don't remember if it was, I think it was also on Shudder that I found this. Uh, there was another one from the era and I had also written it off a long time ago as not being very good. So I gave it another shot. Uh, it's Valentine. Valentine, okay. From 2001. Um, have you ever heard space of this? Space Odyssey? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, Valentine. <laughs> so I ended up stumbling upon this on Valentine's Day. So September 14th at night, Amanda was asleep. I'm in bed watching TV, and I start this movie, and it didn't, I, it was like the last thing. I It literally ended at 12.04 on February 15th. So I watched wow, it like okay. right at the end of Valentine's Day, which is a pretty fun way to, to do it. Um, I didn't remember a ton about this movie. I remember who the killer was, and I remembered some of the actors and stuff, but it's Cupid. got like... What? Was it Cupid? Brent, no spoilies, man. Oh, shit. Hold that back. Sorry. We're going to edit that Sorry. out. Okay. okay. It's got Denise Richards, Marley Shelton, Jessica Capshaw, who's uh, Kate Capshaw's daughter and Steven Spielberg's stepdaughter. Oh, um, okay. And then uh, Catherine Heigl and David Borneas. So, like, a bunch of, like, fucking pretty people, right? Borianas. Yeah, Borneas. <laughs> We're going to get to that. This is why I've, I've always written off this movie. I literally always call him Borneas. Bore- <laughs> Say it again. Boreanaz. Boreanaz. Dude, yeah. Boreanaz. There's something about him. I think he's probably like a fine dude. I don't know much about his acting. I don't watch a ton of stuff with him. In it. I never watched okay. like Buffy, Buffy or, yeah. or Angel or anything. I know that he has like a huge following for that alone. Um, but he, he, there's something weird about him. Uh, he, I was thinking when I watched it, um, he looks like a, um, oh, fuck now I'm, I'm losing who he is. He looks like a poor man's Josh Brolin to me. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like yeah. his acting is kind of like, it always makes me think of just Josh Brolin, and Josh Brolin I think is really good. And so like mm-hmm. David Boreanaz, mm-hmm. got it. Uh, it just never really hit that for me, I guess. So like uh, he alone in this movie, I just was like, fuck, I don't really care, or whatever. But like I've always had like a crush on Denise Richards and Catherine Heigl and stuff, and I've always liked Marley Shelton a lot, and she's she's really cool. And, um, so it's like it, it's this goofy movie where it's like. Gorsh. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it's like an 80s slasher kind of thing where they, that's like a throwback to that almost. And it's like a, uh, and it's a sixth grade dance it opens with. And this, this kid, like this nerdy kid is asking all the girls to dance and um, he kisses a girl and it's like, un- you're unsure if it's like consensual or not, I guess. And he gets beaten up for it. And then he goes to like a mental institution cause he kind of loses it. And then nobody hears from him. And now they're all adults. They're like tw- in their like twenties, mid twenties, whatever. And they start getting these valentines that are, like, threatening to kill them and stuff. And it's, it's always, like, signed, like, the initials of this guy's name. It's, like, JM or whatever. So it's, like, as adults, they're being, like, you know, contacted and, like, slasher, you know, kind of killed one by one by this cherub-faced, you know, slasher or whatever. Um, it's the same kind of weird uh, – it's not as scary – it's not very scary, but it's, like, trying to be. But it's, like, uh, in Happy Death Day with, like, that mm-hmm. cherub thing. You know, it's just, like, kind of weird-looking and, like – off-putting more than like scary um yeah like yes this thing it's on weird. the just watch app if you swipe across the tiles it has a picture of the it's like a painting of the the chair it does look like a painting character. but like in a mask form yeah yeah it's like a uh like what you would think of for uh like the sistine chapel version of a cherub yes but like if it was trying to kill you like it's it's mostly expressionless just like staring at you yeah and like baby mm-hmm. like faces like that could be like off-putting right like when mm-hmm. they're just weird and uncanny and especially if they're murdering you i think you know mm. that's 
No? I don't know. I, I, I have to ask a series of questions. I don't like to judge. Oh, that, well, you're, you're a really kind soul. Mm-hmm. You know, that's me, true. I just get mm-hmm. scared. So yeah. everybody's to each their own. You know, that's fine. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's a typical kind of slasher thing. And it's it was made in 2001, but it's not a real like scream knockoff. It's more of like, like I read about the director and what he was trying with it because it's a pretty straightforward story. And it does play like like a lot of like like early slasher films. It's like a lot simpler and everything mm-hmm. um, and it has some like cheesy moments or whatever, but like kind of endearing. It didn't quite work for me. Like I don't I, I never really liked it. Uh, it didn't really like hold up as like a nostalgic thing for me, except for the people involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I did keep thinking about it, though, afterwards. Because, like, it stuck with me a little bit. Um, it's directed by this guy named Jamie Blanks, who's an Australian. Uh, I mentioned him recently because he directed Urban Legend, which is uh, uh, one of my favorites of that era. Um, and I just like his style. I do, I do like the feeling of his movies. And he he's active on Twitter for the last two years, only around Valentine's Day, specifically about the cult <laughs> following of this movie. And he interacts with fans. He seems super cool uh, yeah. about it. And he... So he talked about how he was trying to do the anti-Scream. Like, Scream was so meta, and, like, all the movies coming out after that were so similar to that one, and, like, calling attention to the pop culture and stuff. And he was like, I wanted to make, like, a Giallo film. I wanted to make, like, an 80s slasher film that was pretty straightforward as an antithesis Mm -hmm. to Scream. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't think that came through quite in the marketing or, like, that era. I think it was a little too soon almost. Like, it kind of missed the mark. But once I know that that was the intention, I kind of liked it more. Uh, but anyway, it's okay if you want to watch more from that era. You know, like I liked, I like, I like just checking those things out again after a couple years, decades even, mm-hmm. and just yeah. be like, is this any good? Should I revisit this? And this one didn't really quite hit it for me, although I do like some of the people in it and stuff. Um, and it had it had its moments. It had some good kills and stuff. It had some some fun things. But overall, I'd probably skip it. Uh, I didn't have as much fun with it as as I did Cherry Falls, at least because mm-hmm. it's so fucking weird. Uh, yeah. And Valentine is pretty straightforward. But uh, it was fun to watch on Valentine's Day. I was glad that I kind of just stuck with it and just put it on, mm-hmm. and it was it was kind of cool. It was like an hour and a half long. Not too bad, as well, right? Yeah, yeah, so. it's a pretty fast clip. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and so uh, I, if you're a fan of that era, you're a fan of Jamie Blanks or you know from Urban Legend or whatever, I'd give it a shot. Uh, I'd be curious though. I don't know if this one has really had like any kind of like revalued. You know, people have like revisited and been like, oh, this is like really good or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't hear about it a ton, but uh, it was fun to watch it around Cherry Falls and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, the the last thing I want to mention before we uh, on, on my end, before sure. we uh, move on to the, the main topic um, is uh, a movie that's in theaters right now called Death on the Nile. You watch that? You, have you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's, just the reason. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even uh, know it was out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I knew it was coming out. I think it came out uh, a couple of weekends ago, Crazy. and uh, it was like one. My wife and I had a, a rough day at work, uh, like throughout the week, and we were like, you know what? Let's just go to the movies tonight. Let's yep. let's treat ourselves, Queen. Nice. And so we we went out. We watched this movie, and I had a sneaking suspicion about uh, something going into this movie, and it was confirmed as the movie began. Uh, I didn't watch a trailer for this. I just oh, know that when wow. my wife and I, we went to go see, uh, I think it was when we went to go see Scream, I'm sorry, Five Cream, uh-huh. that it had a uh, a trailer for this movie, except I had gone to the restroom at that Convenient. time. And she was like, oh, this movie came out that I, I want to see, Death on, on the Nile. I thought, oh, okay. Gal Gadot's in it? Yeah, you're okay. dead. Sold. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, you're not going to convince me. So um, as we were watching the movie, uh, Hercule Perrault, Mm. shows up in this i was like uh-oh 
We haven't seen the previous movie. I was going to ask, have you seen it? <laughs> it probably doesn't have, like, they're supposed to be, like, contained stories, right? Did it? They, they are, so yeah. I, I wasn't, like, That's super worried about it. So, um, and I, what, what's the previous movie? Murder on the Orient Express. Express. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I wonder if anything's going to get carried over. And I think, like, he obviously mm-hmm. shows up, and there's a, another character from the previous <laughs> movie that, that shows up in it. And I could tell there was an established relationship there, but it's not anything... I don't. I don't feel like I necessarily missed out on anything uh, plot-wise that was moving forward. Just maybe some established r- uh, relationship that uh, I was unaware sure. of before walking in the theater. That's good. That's, you probably didn't miss out on much, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's not like if you walked into only seeing Avengers Endgame and you're like, okay, let's. I'm ready for a cinematic adventure. Right. Like, oh, you've. <laughs> you this, got some homework. You can. You could tell like the purple guy is gonna be bad, but like you're not gonna. There's a lot of relationship stuff there. Oh, yeah. Um, where this is, like, primarily a bunch of new characters that we're, we're meeting for the first time. Um, and I, I, I do want to go back and, and watch Murder on the Orient Express um, just mm-hmm. just to you see, you know, just to experience it. Because it seems like people enjoyed it. I believe you said you enjoyed it. Yeah, it's. I feel like it was kind of forgettable. Um, okay. There's a certain style of these, like, big, like, with all these actors in it and stuff and these, like, mm-hmm. big productions that, like... Like, Knives Out really worked for me, but, like, mm-hmm. Murder on the Orient Express was kind of, like, a throwback, and it, it was, like, it was okay, but, like, mm-hmm. I, I watch Knives Out a lot. I don't, I've never seen that movie again, you know, the other one, so. Yeah. Um, that's, that's kind of the energy I was hoping for was a, a Knives Out, yeah. um, but it, it did not, it, it kind of did its own thing, but it's based on a, a, a character from literature, uh, which is, you know, first <laughs> of all, gross, one. yuck, um, <laughs> don't like, um, but, uh. But like overall, it, I, I guess it was okay. Uh, I would be curious if other people enjoyed it. Uh, I think the problem my wife and I had with it is on a, a murder mystery, you want to be able to like piece the the clues together yourself. Yeah, and I feel part. like by the time you get to the end of the movie and you get the reveal of the killer, it's the movie is telling you it it was this person because this this and this. But these are not clues you'd necessarily be able to follow yeah and as i'm saying all this i've forgotten who the killer is i wouldn't spoil <laughs> it here either but you know just like I, I i feel like part of the fun of a murder mystery is being able to like piece these clues together and even if the things you piece together are red herrings at least you get the fun of it yeah you're part of the you adventure know? exactly mm-hmm. whereas this was like oh i'm going to just tell you I'm going to lay these pieces out for you, not because you're too dumb to put it together, but because the movie didn't give you enough information. And that's, you that feel almost cheated, right? With that, like, yeah. that it's like, well, it, it's like, I feel like if they reveal something at the end and they're like, well, haha, And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, but you never said that before. So like, how, how would anybody else know about that? Mm-hmm. And you don't feel like a cathartic release of like, oh, the mystery has been solved. You feel like, well, you never told me all the details. So how am I supposed to solve this fucking math problem? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Krabappel. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> and then also it doesn't help that there's like uh, potentially like multiple people doing multiple things. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, again, no, no spoilers, totally. but like it's it's like, well, Okay, so none of this is related to each other. I don't know. It's 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 weird. Were, it's weird. Were there any cannibal aspects to the movie? No, and I think that's a big demerit mm. that I have to give to the movie. Sure. I was like, I thought there was going to be cannibalism in this. You hired why? One. Why not? Yeah, I don't know. 
Also, I think it's it should be noted that when I told my wife, hey, let's go to the movies, and she was like, okay, what, what did you want to see? I was like, I don't know. I hear Jackass Forever is pretty good. <laughs> and she, she was like, no, it. no. Uh-uh. That's a shame. I bet it is really good. They're I all was good. like, I, I, I'm sorry. I like to laugh. Yeah. But okay, I go to this movie? this movie. Okay. Yeah. I like we saw uh, Murder on the Orient Express years ago when it came out as like a family and I thought that was good like my my mother-in-law is a big reader and she likes a lot of the Hercule her Hercule Perot. Mhm. Got it. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, like they they like those books. They've liked those like the other adaptations of the movies and stuff. And I thought it was fun like as a family thing, you know, to, to kind of watch it all together, but it just didn't really stick mm-hmm. with me as much. Yeah. Um and then this one just like I don't know like the, it has tons of people in it, and I like Kenneth Branagh, but I don't know. It just has like a quality that I was like, I'll wait for a video sort of thing. Like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll probably watch it eventually, but I'm not as excited. So it didn't like throw me off that you're kind of saying that the, that's the way it was when you you watched it, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's I'm way more excited. Like they've been releasing stills from the Knives Out sequel, and that's coming out I think later this year on Netflix. Um, oh yeah, and they've been filming in like the Mediterranean stuff, and it, it looks like it has like a huge cast again, like all new people. But it has Daniel Craig uh, back, and as as, as Foghorn Leghorn, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting to to watch that one more than this one. I'm you know more excited about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's cool. Um, th- so your wife felt the same way about it because she was the one that was excited about it, right? Yeah, yeah, she she liked the trailer. I haven't, I still haven't seen the trailer. Maybe the the trailer is really good, but also like just the general idea of a, a murder mystery is fun. There, there's something yeah, fun about fun. that. Again, part of it's like trying to um, trying to figure out the killer before the the movie reveals it to you. Um, the other part of it is just like you know, there's a, a lot of like good actors in this. Um, so you know, maybe you get Makes to sense. see some good performances alongside it, but. Um, and I don't know if I've ever seen Kenneth Branagh like act in anything before. I know he's oh, directed, yeah. like he did that uh, that first Thor movie. Sure. But um, man, I, I I liked him as I like, yeah, as I like that him. character. He's got an interesting mustache. It's oh, like yeah, that's it has like multiple the... peaks on it. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like the character trait, but he has like a really crazy one. Like he yeah. always has a weird like big mustache, but his is fun. Like, have you seen the other versions, uh, like movie versions, like just stills of of the other ones they've had? Uh, I don't think so. Because uh-uh. uh, it, it's always interesting. Like, I don't know how they describe the actual, like, mustache in the books. I'd be curious for that. But um, there's, there's, like, the one guy in particular I always see. He's, like, a character actor, I feel, from um, the 80s and stuff. But, or, like, I guess there was, like, a, like other versions of these, you know, over time. But, mm-hmm. um, no, I just want to, whatever. People can look it up <laughs> online. You can look it up later. He has a mustache always, and it's always different. But the the Kenneth Branagh one is is really like wild, big, big, big. I looked it up on Wikipedia after the fact, and I went back to I guess the original like character and the description that the author had put in there said something about his mustache being like interesting or or something to that effect. So I feel like that's the the um, uh, an aspect that has to get yeah. carried forward. You know, this is the uh, the guy I was talking about. His name is David Suchet, I guess. Twenty five years as Perot. He he did a lot of different versions of him. But oh, okay. It's much smaller, but turns it's always up, yeah. like turned up. I guess is kind of the mm-hmm. trademark. And then it, like it likes to party on the weekends. Yeah, it turns yeah. up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Compared to, I mean, it brought us. This is pretty cool looking though. It, it looks like uh-huh. waves almost on his face. It's pretty oh, rad. so that must be from the first movie because yeah. yeah, the second one he's got like multiple like peaks that like pop up. It's like a 
a layered mustache. Man, and as I was watching, I was like, how does this? Did he? Because it looks like real. I mean, it could be like. Grew a, it, yeah. Yeah. And then he just had it professionally styled, which, you know, it's a movie that it seems feasible. But yeah. It's it's crazy looking. I, I could not stop looking at it anytime it was on screen. You know how like Yeah, right. It's very noticeable. Look, just to be like a, a gross dude for a second, like if there's a, a woman on screen and there's cleavage, like that's where my eyes go to. Sure. I'm not happy about it. Well, you know, I'm kinda happy about it, but like it's, <laughs> it's just natural. It's just like ingrained in my, my sure. DNA. I can't help it. I try not to do that in real life, but like in a movie, you know. I guess they can't slap me. That said, like anytime his mustache was on screen, I was immediately just like my eyes <laughs> were just like <laughs> darted out of my brain, out of my brain, out of my head. And you got a stiffy. I got a stiff. Yeah, I got Every a hard, hard oh, yeah. on. Who so wants a I've mustache been, ride? Yeah, I've been yeah. styling my pubes in <laughs> Hercule Poirot. I had to go to a stylist. It's incredible. Oh man, do they do mm-hmm. layers and stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's they were beautiful. like. Mm, I wish the nose was bigger. I was like, hey, you and me both, you know? <laughs> uh, I just got uh, I, I did everything I could. I ate my Wheaties. I peed on some chocolate Cheerios in the toilet. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe that would do it. I, you know? You tried, man. <sighs> exactly. You fucking did, tried. Did what I could, you know? Well, I will probably watch that movie eventually when it comes out. But, um, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I don't even know. I haven't gone to the theater in so long, and I don't really pay attention to, to like when stuff's coming out. You and I keep talking about that. Like trailers will come out, mm-hmm. and like who knows when the movie's coming out. Like it's getting better now. It seems like yeah. it's following more, but like closer and stuff. But um, for a long time it wasn't, and so I just didn't pay attention. And like I literally didn't know that was out. I don't know what else is out. <laughs> I, I'm so glad you brought that up because I had this other thought last night because I was looking through the HBO Max app, uh-huh. and I saw The King's Man is yeah. on HBO Max. I was like, did that even come out in theaters? And then I immediately went back to the conversation <laughs> you, me, and Ross had when he was on the Green Day episode where we were like, oh, yeah, that movie was coming out. Like, it came out in December, like, before or after Spider-Man No Way Home. Crazy, yeah. And then I remember seeing the trailer for it when Ross and I went to go see that Spider-Man movie. And so not only did I forget that the movie came out in December, but I forgot that we even had a conversation I, about yeah. it coming out in December, and now it's on HBO Max. <laughs> so, yeah. I did see it show up the other day, because it was like a premiere, I guess, and I was like, wow, that seemed really fast. And I, I had mm-hmm. also forgotten about that conversation yeah. already. Um, that's another movie. Like I, it, I like that series, or I like that first one, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not super excited about this new one, though. Like I probably mm-hmm. will watch it now that it's on HBO Max, but I wasn't going to go to the yeah. theater for it, so... Yeah, there's just a lot of stuff that, like, it's pretty much like Spider-Man. I'm really fucking pumped to see it. I just want them to fucking mm-hmm. release it already. And then yeah. uh, I want to watch Five Cream again, obviously. And that's, that's kind of yeah. where my head's at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, I, yeah, I totally understand that. Same, um, same deal with you? Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I had something I was going to say, and then I immediately <laughs> lost it. I was trying to let you that's, get there, but... I know, uh, I know. I appreciate we, the, the help of that, but uh, my brain just... <laughs> literally stopped working he was like okay when he stops talking you're gonna say this and then i was listening to what you were saying and i just like i just, just like forgot here. all of it yeah that's this hilarious. is this is the l task promise okay damn straight we will yeah. forget it, exactly where we're at and mm-hmm. immediately what we just said so yeah that's totally fine. fine well do you want to go ahead and move on to the main topic i remember what i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> i was going to ask aloud if maybe the movie because it takes place in england it has a larger uh, footprint in the the zeitgeist over there. Oh, maybe. Um, so we maybe it, like 
Yeah, I was going to say maybe Winston knows and yeah, can yeah. let us know like totally. if, how well the King's Man did over there. You I, know? I do wonder, yeah, is that like a, a hometown hero sort of thing? Chip, chip, cheerio in the toilet. <laughs> maybe they have a different word for toilet. The loo. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. So Ch- is the, the song Skip to My Loo, like Skip to My Toilet? Yeah, it's like you have diarrhea. Have, have we? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that's what the song is about? We've been pooping the wrong way the whole time. <laughs> I don't think you should skip if you have diarrhea, guys. By the way, I think that was a wrong suggestion mm-hmm. for me. <laughs> yeah. I think if you're constipated, uh, skipping might help. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah it'll loosen things up. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But don't do the other way. You might loosen it too much. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have a you, slip and slide situation. You do not you want do that. You do not want <laughs> No. Oh, my God. No. You'll fall right down that hill, you know. Uh, do you have anything else you wanted to mention? No, I think I'll save it for next time because I really want to talk okay. about this movie now. Oh, my God. Oh, Let's yeah. do it. We are we doing are it. We are doing it. Uh, so, Cherry Falls, 2000. Um, this was going to be released in theaters, and it was made for, like, the budget was, like, $14 million. And it happened right around the time Columbine happened and so uh the studios were kind of spooked the senate was i guess like congress and stuff in the u.s was kind of threatening for censorship on some things and just wanting people to tone down stuff and whatever so uh this got kind of got mixed up in that and then ended up it was just like kind of cut around like it was kind of unceremoniously dumped on on usa and mm-hmm. uh and characters States, welcome yeah mm-hmm. is that there i thought the tv is is that usa uh i believe watch tvs is I know. That, I always confuse those two. I believe TBS is the Superstation. Oh, man. Whereas, like Superstation. Is it USA characters? Well, whatever the case. I, you're probably right. I just, when you said it, I was like, wait, I've, I haven't watched like regular TV in so long. Either way, characters are welcome because clearly this movie's full of characters. Anytime I do the Pledge of Allegiance, I end it with, <laughs> by streaming, <laughs> characters welcome. That's we how patriotic I am. Based on all the different slogans from like all these companies and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Holy shit. And mm. and I pledge to just do it. And it I will weird? eat right. Is it weird that we make children pledge allegiance it is very to weird. a flag? Yes. Like it's strange, it's right? It's extremely weird. It's Plus mm. prior, I saw, you can find pictures of this, prior to like the 30, I guess the 30s, mm-hmm. um, uh, students in the U.S. used to pledge uh, with the Hitler salute, essentially, because it wasn't the Hitler salute yet. They they stopped it and did the over the heart thing, but it used to be oh. arm straight out. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up, man. It's so that, weird. That is weird. I don't like that at all. It's first very of all, strange. you're like you're getting into other people's space by sticking your appendage out any which way, you know? Yeah. Either way, that's just not a good look for you. Yeah, it's not good. Just keep your hands to yourself. And somebody was like, "Yeah, just put your hand over your heart." <laughs> And yeah, that sounds better, right? And they're like, well, where's my heart at? It's like, oh, just pretend like you're doing the Pledge of Allegiance. And they're like, oh, that's not a thing yet. Check that out. Black and white Oh, photo. my God. They call it the Do Bellamy like. salute? I don't know. That's probably what it used to be. And now it's Hitler salute for sure. So 100%. Right? Yeah. But yeah, Do you there's think, American flag next to them they were pledging to. It's fucking weird. Do you think the Tiki Torch Whites are like, no, no, this is how we used to do <laughs> it. It's, like, well, it's our heritage, guys. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's taking on much like cuckolding is taking on a new uh, meaning a new so meaning, we man. don't we don't do that anymore exactly. it's like we don't like it <laughs> um so yeah cherry falls uh kind of a tv movie we, because of that 
it, I saw it multiple times that it's listed as the most expensive TV movie of all time because it mm-hmm. was meant to be like a theater movie and everything, but it's just really interesting. I, I also feel like whenever I watched this movie and it was released that way, like it, we talked about this the other week when I uh, mentioned that I watched this, uh, it has like a certain connotation that way. Like it was dumped on that. So it's not good enough for theaters. And I always kind of accepted it that way. And now I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, it, take that out of your head and like just watch it now streaming or on mm-hmm. blu-ray or whatever and what do you think of it as just a film and i'm like oh i can reevaluate this in a different way so for me uh after all these years you know rewatching mm-hmm. it is kind of interesting but uh so it's directed by jeffrey wright um i was looking the, at him up the actor yes um i when i saw that i was i was so wondering i was like has he been a director this whole time <laughs> and i never knew it he did cherry falls years ago wow weird but like uh, Jeffrey Wright, the actor who did not actually direct this movie, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he he's been around for like decades, right? He probably like, has, and he just didn't know it. His his career yeah. goes back before two thousand, so I feel like this director uh, are they Australian? This guy for is what? Australian, I think. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, crikey, yeah. hello. <laughs> um, I feel like he should have like a middle initial that he has to use. You know? Oh yeah, like. They do that sometimes. Like Michael Basketball Jordan is like, oh, there's already a famous guy named Michael Michael Jordan, so I have to add my middle initial to it. Yeah. Luckily, it's basketball, so that works. Yeah. But also, unfortunately, it's basketball because so people are going to think. Yeah. I guess I'll just be fucking stellar immediately. Yeah, and then people will know me. Man, and he really went with that. Cause he worked. went in with it. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. This guy though, this Jeffrey Wright. Um, yeah, he did Romper Stomper, which is a, a Russell Crowe movie from '92. It's like his first movie on the scene, I guess, Australian mm-hmm. movie. I've always heard of it, so that's why I'm mentioning it now, but I've never seen it, um, so I'm, I'm not really sure about it. But uh, And everything else, he kind of didn't do like a whole lot. Metal Skin, Macbeth, like, mm-hmm. I don't really know these versions of these movies or whatever. Um, but then... Wait, this, is that is that the full title of the movie, Metal Skin, Macbeth? Oh, <laughs> I read them in a row. Oh, okay, okay. But that would be amazing, because the mm-hmm. Macbeth he did have is like, it looks like fucking like Underworld. Weird. Like it looks oh, that's like crazy a, looking. It's from 2006. Yeah. It looks like a modern retelling with like machine guns and stuff. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, that, that's maybe around the time of that uh, that somewhat modernized version of Romeo and Juliet. I was say, yeah. Yeah. He's like trying to pull that. It has Sam Worthington in it. Another Australian. Oh, guy, so. okay. Uh, but yeah, and he did Cherry Falls. So that's like, this is the one that I've really like heard of and seen, you know. Uh, so Wait, can we can we can we go back to Metal Skin Beth real quick? Oh, sure. I thought it was. I I just have to get this out of my system. Uh, I thought it was going to be a movie where Macbeth he does like his normal Macbeth shit, and then eventually comes across that metal Mario cap from oh, Super Mario man. World, puts that on. He's like, "All right, it's my time to shine," and then you, <laughs> the light hits hits his skin just right. And it flares, you know? The rest of the movie, anytime he's in metal mode, he's got the lens flare going on. Oh, so man. Like a, uh, some of J.J. Abrams' earliest work. Yeah, J.J. Abrams helped, but I think it was just a, an early Kenneth Branagh film as well. Metal, well. Metal Skin Macbeth. Yeah, but it's also, like, firmly in the Cloverfield universe. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people don't know. It goes back that far. Damn. They've been, like, mm-hmm. building this up for a long time. That's uh-huh. so cool. I like when they do that. Everything's connected, man. Everything. All of it. It's all a connected universe. Man, that's beautiful. The, mm-hmm. Yeah. The metal... What is it? Metal Skin Macbeth? Uh-huh. Is, that, is that our e- title now, too? Iverse. <laughs> Iverse. Yeah. 
Um, all right, so this was written by Ken Selden. When I was reading a little bit through the Wikipedia about the history of this movie and stuff, they said that he wrote a script that was much more satire and like funny. And then the director kind of took that and was like, no, I want to make like a little serious, more serious stuff. And so he kept some of that comedy or whatever, but he changed some things. So interesting. Uh, I, and the director, too, I guess, on the commentary on the Blu-ray, uh, I was reading articles about, you know, info they found on about Trader Falls from the commentary. And the director was like, yeah, it was a pretty contentious set. Uh, he basically just admits it was him. Like he was kind of a dick to work with. Oh, okay. And I was like, that's going to be an interesting commentary to listen to someday because I'm curious to, to check that out. Um, and then it's got, let's see who it stars. So Brittany Murphy, Jay Moore. Um, I don't know who all these people are. Gabriel Mann is like the, the her boyfriend. Michael Bain fucking shows mm-hmm. up. I didn't realize he was in it until I watched this again. Uh, he's like the sheriff and, the, and Brittany Murphy's dad. Um, DJ Qualls, fucking DJ Qualls. We've been talking on DJ Qualls. Talking on text about him lately. He's uh, mm-hmm. he's always been really cool. I was like that dude, and uh, I was so shocked to see him show up in this. I think I mentioned it last week. It's like when you when you watch these movies so many years after the fact, and you just didn't remember them. Like if if somebody had said like, what movie was Brittany Murphy in with DJ Qualls? I'd be like, fuck you, no movie. I've never seen one. They were not in a movie together, and clearly they are. It's right here. I just missed it, right? Uh, and it was fun to see him show up because he's always a, a treat. He looks so young in this. He looks like, super young, yeah. I. It was he right looks so young time. that like, like Road Trip I, came out in two thousand, so it was it was the same year. Yeah, but yeah. I guess like in my brain, he's like grown up and looks old. Like the most recent version of him that I remember seeing is in Hustle and Flow, and he looks like an adult human man. Oh, um, so that's so interesting to me because I mentioned mm-hmm. I had I've never seen that movie. Mm-hmm. That was wild to me that he would look any different than the you know skinny teenager. That's what I imagine. I guess. It it's probably a good thing because it does take place in the Metal Skin Macbeth verse, um, <laughs> and I need so to know th- it. Yeah, there is some lore that you need to sure. to grasp. But um, uh, Terrence Howard does spoilers. He he does put on a the metal metal Mario hat, um, and th- and then it seems like it's like out of nowhere. But you're like, oh, this is a callback. Interesting. I didn't realize. See, that's the thing. It's like I still haven't seen mm-hmm. it. I've I, I haven't even seen a trailer, so I didn't know. I hope they don't spoil that either in there. Oh no! Heavens no! <laughs> Hell yes! Is Hustle and Flow a legit good movie? You guys were talking about it like a, you I, and Mitch were like it's like it's pretty good. I really enjoy it. Yeah, right the the music in it is really is really good. Um, there and Stephen, if you think there's not a urinal scene with Ludacris in it, you are out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> of course there is. How could there not be? Is is he still his character from Fast and Furious? Uh, it's. Potentially, is it a crossover? Uh, I wouldn't say no, but I wouldn't say yes. You mm, know, sure. I, I just need some more con- connective tissue. Hopefully, it's addressed in uh, Fast Ten and Fast Eleven. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that would really like bring it all together. Absolutely, I, I'm such a non Terrence Howard fan. That <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it's partly like why I avoided this movie. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just don't really care for him that much, and so mm-hmm. uh, like watching Iron Man is difficult. You know, it's so yep. difficult that it, that Cheadle's not there for me, uh, yep. and Howard is instead. Uh, but now you guys mentioned it so many times, and like just for DJ Qualls alone being in a different kind of role than I've seen him in, I'm like, mm-hmm. I gotta watch this movie. Like, yeah, Taraji so. P Henson's in it; she's really good. Right on, yeah. man. So many people, yeah, yeah. Um, like so all right, so we got DJ Qualls. Um, I'm trying to think, if there's like other people in here that I knew the names of. There were like people that would show up. They looked familiar from this era of movie, but uh, mm-hmm. anyway, that's that's some of the main cast and stuff so Brittany Murphy I want to mention first off always loved yeah. her 
fucking tragic. She died so young, and it was like this. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like this freak thing that happened to her, like a disease type thing or whatever. And um, I don't know. It was always it was. It took me a while to like watch movies with her in them again, and because it really like hit me hard when it happened. Like she yep. was, she's so bubbly and and cool, and I loved her in so many roles, mm-hmm. like from Clueless on, you know. Um, and she's so unique. Her laugh and her style and her delivery of comedy and stuff. I I, I always just really liked her. And um, so this movie. I don't remember a whole lot with her in it except for her haircut. I remember not liking her haircut at the time. <laughs> and it's very yeah. like choppy. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of weird aspects of this movie and that was one mm-hmm. of them for me. But I, on revisiting it, I, it didn't bother me. But I remember in the past, like I was like, uh, I like Brittany Murphy and she doesn't look good in this movie. I don't care about this movie or whatever. <laughs> but that was a weird, weird observation for myself in the past. So did you rewatch this movie this past week? Uh, yeah. So I had seen this originally on the USA or whatever when it came out. And then mm-hmm. I watched it like, you know, in the last two weeks, I guess, because I mentioned it mm-hmm. in the last episode. I've seen yeah. it twice since then. Okay. Because I watched it in the middle of the week to kind of just rewatch it for the show. And then I mm-hmm. had a lot of other stuff going on in the week. I kind of forgot about some things I wanted to put it on again last night. I was going to put it on for like 30 minutes and maybe finish it up this morning, like fast forwarding mm-hmm. through some things. I ended up just watching the whole fucking thing again last night. <laughs> so yeah, I've seen it three times in the last wow, two weeks. recently. Yeah. Okay. So, interesting. Yeah, I'm interesting. curious. Uh, so you, I mentioned it last week because I had heard about it through our friend Mitch. He had suggested mm-hmm. it uh, and had liked it and stuff. And I had never, I hadn't given it a shot in so many years. And I was like, maybe this is mm-hmm. going to be good. It was coming out to Shutter, and then uh, when I was talking about it, you seemed intrigued, so that's why we are doing it today. But uh, mm-hmm. so, have you? How'd you watch it? What was your experience? Did you watch it with your wife? That kind of stuff. What's going on? Yeah, I, uh, I watched it on Shutter. Uh, you said it was available there, so uh, that's where we pulled it up. Sweet. So hopefully, our listeners are uh, have seen the movie as well. Yeah. I tried to do a social media post on uh, like Friday or whatever, maybe it was Saturday, uh, that showed that it was available there and like AMC Plus, I think, is where it was oh, yeah. here in the states. Uh, no word if Hulu is going to get it which Ugh. doesn't matter i don't know where it is <laughs> internationally if that's the case i don't know it really throws you off man since you know my existence i it's one of my favorite streaming services but i don't know how to recommend <laughs> things that are on it to people outside of the u.s it's hard We're um, a big international audience it's it's massive and we we have to they don't know how to use the internet yeah i don't know how they found us but now that they're here we have to show them where to find things Scandinavia, <laughs> India, Caicos, not Turks. There's, we, we got bullied out of Turks. Listen, it's a whole story. It's like Turks or Caicos at this point. We're like Caicos. Caicos. It's fun to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it is fun to say. Sounds, honestly, it sounds delicious it as well. It sounds pretty cool. Yeah. What, what would a Caicos be? Mm, I'm going to get a Caicos. It's like Cheerios, but it's cake. <laughs> You're baby you, Cheerios today. You, you, throw it, you throw it in the toilet. <laughs> You let it expand, you know? Oh, it's wow. very dry. It expands in toilet water, and then you eat it. <laughs> like one of those dinosaur sponges? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. A Caicos. Yeah. Mm. A year, no Caicos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good. <laughs> I'm more of a Picos guy, but you know what? Uh, in a pinch, I'll do some Caicos. Um, but yeah, so I watched it on, on Shudder. Uh, it's the first time I've watched it. First time I heard about it is when you mentioned it on the last episode. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. Like, the whole premise in and of itself, like, is a town full of people, and there's oh, a yeah. serial serial killer on the loose, maybe a slasher, and they uh, are hunting down virgins to kill them. So I guess all the, the people in that area, the, uh, the young teenagers therefore have to lose their virginity in order to be safe yeah be safe what a fun concept is, yeah 
And then I watched the movie and I was like, oh, some of this <laughs> seems uncomfortable to me. Because they are like, teenage. Uh, they are actual teenagers, they, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's just, they, they look like teenagers, you they know? Do, yeah. um, they did a pretty good yeah, job first, with that, I think, on casting this movie with, with some actual like kid-looking kids. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of the cast, I want to talk about, uh, well, not one of the kids, the the adult, um, uh, Michael Bean. Oh, man. Uh, he plays the sheriff and also Brittany Murphy's dad. But his full name is Brent Markin. And I want to, oh. to point this out. Uh, it's very rare that I come across an actor named Brent in anything that I'm watching. Uh, even more rare is to have a character named Brent. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's not a, a good name. There, there are two alternatives. <laughs> you've got is. Brett and you've got Trent. Both of these are superior <laughs> names. I know because I've had this name my whole life and people never get it right. Oh my God. Coming up on 40 years of That's owning so this weird. name. And it's, people never it's get it right. It's Brent. It's easy. I don't, I don't get it. It's, it. it's just not a popular enough name to have footing. The only other time I remember hearing the name Brent as a character's name in a movie is the movie Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs, oh. where Andy Samberg voices a character who is a douchebag whose name is Brent and it eventually becomes Chicken Brent by the end of the movie. <laughs> oh, I still haven't seen that. Is it good? Uh, the first one's pretty good. Yeah. I, I, I like the first one. Right on. The second one's kind of okay. But the Brent's um, in it. I don't know. Like, I... I he become he realizes he's kind of an ass by the end that's of the movie, good. and again he he dresses like a chicken at the end of the movie. So that's so, different than your life because you dress like a duck. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, you know it's but close similar. enough. It's like it's parallel thinking is what that is. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so uh, and plus it's voiced by Andy Samberg, whom I like, mm-hmm. but I don't know, like kind of like Adam Sandler. I don't think he's like great at doing voiceover, but oh, I, I like him. Yeah, you know. I just don't think he's good at doing voices. Plus, he's given a bad name to Brent's, and I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I honestly, I'm trying to mm. get canceled so hard that it ruins Brent for everyone else. <laughs> just because it's like, look, just just stick with Brett or Trent. That's, that's yeah, look, all I'll you need. I'll bring it down you know? with me, okay, everybody. That's it's right. Fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm going again. to look, uh, Brent Spiner. I'm sorry. Yep. Uh, I love Data as a character, but I'm I'm doing this for, for everyone else. Oh, and for you everybody, know? yeah. Yeah, I'm doing it for the world. So fair you know. enough, man. And the the Brent uh-huh. in this movie, the sheriff, uh, mm-hmm. is also uh, kind of kind of weird, kind of weird yeah. and bad. Maybe he he drinks heavily, which okay, yeah, we're, we're. <laughs> that's what Brents do. <laughs> so, so, so parallels to my life. Um, and then uh, yeah, he, he allows some like that. By the way, uh, spoilers for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Cherry Falls from 2000. Yeah, you just don't. Yeah. I just want to make yeah. sure because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's more weird and he's the sheriff for a long time, but eventually mm-hmm. you learn out he's not a good dude. He's, he's not a good dude. And there was uh, a little bit of a hint of that. Like, I thought they were going to mm. go like super, like extra, extra dark oh, with yeah. it at a point where he comes home from work. He's, the, again, the sheriff in the town. He comes home. Uh, Brittany Murphy's asleep in her bed. He sits down by her and he talks to her about how far she's gone with her boyfriend. Yeah. And it's just... It's, it's really the, creepy the way it plays it's out, It's very right? creepy. Yeah, I was just the, like... the trailer for it and it plays mm-hmm. better the way they edit it in there, mm-hmm. I feel. Because they make it more of like a joke, like where he's like, how far have you gone? Could you go further? Yeah, And in the weird. movie, it's like way slowed down and there's some other lines there and it's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is he, because she, she breaks up with her boyfriend at the beginning of the movie. And I'm like, 
is he going to try to <laughs> deflower his own daughter? And I was like, oh my God, yeah, dude. There's a lot of weird aspects of this movie. Yeah. Um, and I, I'd love to talk about that in particular because uh, this movie starts off with, um, oh, what the fuck is it? Jesse Bradford also, mm-hmm. like kind of a, a cameo, I guess, in the beginning because I knew him from yeah. other stuff from that, that uh, era as well. Um, but he starts off, he's like trying to make out with his chick, trying to get in her pants, and he's telling her the story about how he's like an alien from another planet. And like mm-hmm. he only mates once, like their their species only mates once, and he he chose her. And this is such a weird pickup line. It's such a weird vibe. Like, mm-hmm. and it starts off the whole movie that way in this weird vibe. And then the the way you see like the the woman killer, you know, with like the getting it out of the car, like the speed at which she moves and stuff, like it all just feels uncanny. It feels weird. I had this mm-hmm. like great uneasy feeling kind of in this movie, even though it's like kind of like silly in parts and everything. Like, I still was yeah. like, this, there's something going on here that I like. And I realized like I, the longer the movie went on, the weirder characters got. Yeah. Um, I was like, I, I had this thought where I was like, is this movie going to end where this is, they're all actually aliens and this is like an experiment. <laughs> Because people are so fucking weird. Yeah. There's a scene with like the principal, the the sheriff, the principal are old friends. The, yeah. The secretary is like goes into his office and is like, the sheriff is mm-hmm. here to see you, and she lingers for like 13 seconds, just like standing mm-hmm. in the doorway, staring at the principal, and they like cut back and forth, and they're both like just like lusting after each other, and then she like slowly backs away, and it's like I remember like she like backs away and like continues looking at him. It's all just mm-hmm. like weird. And I was like, they feel like they're like lizard people in, a, in human skin. Like they don't, they don't feel mm. like they're actual people. And it's like, in my head, I was like, I would fucking, I will fucking lose it. And I will love it so much <laughs> if this movie is like wild at the end. Well, uh-huh. it's huge twist. that makes no sense. I would have been like so thrilled. It made me think of this Goosebumps episode I had to look up called Welcome to Camp Nightmare. Okay. That I like a lot. It's a book too, but I, uh, I like the episode where it's like this camp and all these, it's like a slasher thing. All this, all these kids keep disappearing or dying around this kid. And like, nobody believes him. Like nobody's really caring or whatever. And it's like a two part episode. It's this big episode. And then they, at, like at the end of the thing, he's like running for his life. And then he like solves something and like gets the killer or whatever. And then like looks up and his parents are there and he's like, what's happening? And all the disappeared kids like come out and it's like all been a ploy and they're like, we, we just wanted to prepare you for your journey. It's going to be dangerous where we go. And it pans up to the sky and you can see Earth. And oh, they're like wow. on a different planet. The entire episode, you realize like mm-hmm. they're aliens and they're trying to like do this scenario to be able to come here. And I was like, this movie felt like to me like somebody like an alien watched Scream. And I know you did last <laughs> summer. And they were like, let's do a scenario. This is what world the uh-huh. world is like. We have to prepare for it. Let's prepare ourselves. And this is what they came up with. And in that weird context, I fucking love it. Yeah. Uh, and without it, I like this movie a lot. But I just thought it was there's so many weird things in it that I really embraced this go around. Uh, they really just got into the strange. Do you think that Australia is kind of Ooh. in that scenario with looking to the United States where they're like, if you look up there in the sky <laughs> and they just like point at the U.S. on a globe, you know, and like a weird is over there. Yeah, they've got Scream over there. Now, this is what I figured out. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I thought so. I think you're right. I wanted to make sure. Yeah. I, uh, now, we know Middle Skin McBeth is doing wonders. I, um, I do think because the other Australian actor, or, or I mean, a director I watched that Valentine movie was also like a weird premised movie. So, yeah, maybe there's something mm-hmm. in the water down there. 
maybe they just like more sincere slashers yeah. at that point you know maybe, maybe they were like oh we don't like deconstruction here yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> we just like tits and blowing yeah, that's why all our Vegemite comes as Vegemite. <laughs> well, you don't see deconstructed Vegemite. I mean, you Vegemite, you get it? <laughs> I've never seen you set yourself up so well, man. That was great. <laughs> Woo. Well, uh, uh, yeah, so I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, it has some aspects of Scream. Like, there's, like, some choral voice score stuff going on. It has, like... Like, they're trying to, to gather some of the aspects of what made Scream popular, but I don't feel like this is like really like a Scream knockoff in a lot of ways. Um, it didn't feel so much as, like, I know what you did last summer and a lot of the, the other stuff in that era, even though this was right after it. Um, it did feel a little different to me, but um, I'm curious for you. Like I had watched this and not really cared for it for so long and then, like, revisited it once someone told me they thought it was good, and I, I kind mm-hmm. of re-evaluate, reevaluated it that way. Um but I also don't think that this is for everybody. I don't know that this would work for everybody. I just really worked for me. So I'm curious mm-hmm. for you, like, uh, what are your thoughts? So I watched this movie. I threw it on. I knew it was just going to be an hour and a half, which to me, especially for a movie yeah. like this, is like the perfect time. There's certain horror movies where I'm like, okay, I'm going to give you a little bit more leeway. But for something like this, I'm like, let's just get in, get out, and then just have have fun essentially right so can i add to that real quick yesterday on hbo max i think it was when i was scrolling Mm -hmm. through they had a category that was under one hour and a half movies a whole category brent and i thought of you i got so excited yeah you gotta check it out hell yeah Yeah, oh my god this is exciting amazing it's probably all just like straight up trash but you know but fast trash fast trash yes hell yeah (laughs) that's my brand (laughs) so um so yeah I, i i threw this on and i was uh prepared based on what you had said of it i was like okay i i have a general idea yeah. of what this movie is going to be mm-hmm. like and especially of that early uh, early uh yeah early 2000s late 90s era of these type of movies uh i had a, a general feel for it um that said uh before i watched the movie uh <laughs> my wife and i we w- went out and we bought some um Earlier in the week, we had gone to this grocery store. We don't frequent too often mm. just because uh, we don't have that kind of money. But, you know, I thought for a, a, a fun purchase, mm-hmm. I bought some chocolate wine, which is like some what? red wine mixed with chocolate uh, something. I don't know if it's just like chocolate syrup or whatever. But I, I popped it open last night and I had a, had a couple of fingers of it. I was like, oh, yeah, this is pretty good. <laughs> so I was like. You know, we've got a lot of chocolate talk on the episode uh, today. Yeah. But yeah, I, I legitimately had this last night. And there's something about red wine. Um, and I've been getting more and more into wines recently. I've got a, got a problem. I only like to drink it when I drive. <laughs> and I keep a flask in my car. Uh, you no, don't do drink that, it drive. It's dangerous because no. the, the bottle is so big it gets in your way. That's the problem. Yeah. That's right. That's why yeah, it's, it's dangerous. It's, it's really been making driving from the back seat by putting my car in neutral <laughs> down a hill difficult. That's the problem, Officer. I guess. Officer. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in the back seat this whole time. There's no driving pilot. There's no driver here. I just put it in neutral and go down the hill. So, anyway, other prisoners. That's what I said. Anyway, so uh, I, I, I popped this open and I could feel myself like getting more and more horizontal on oh the couch God, as I was amazing. watching this movie. Uh, not that the movie itself was like long or had 
extra slow pacing. But there was a point in this movie, like an hour in, I was just like, I'm ready for this to be done. I'm ready to get off the party bus and go to bed. Was your wife with you too, watching this? She, I, I turned it on. She made it... <laughs> She was watching it on the couch. She was laying on the couch watching this movie. And at a certain point, I saw her like turn over and she's like, how far did I make it? I go, 27 minutes, babe. Oh, my God. You did it. So she turned over. So she and then eventually she, she loved it. Yeah. She was enthralled the whole time. At a certain point, she turned back over and she watched like the last like 15 minutes of the movie or whatever. Um, I don't know. Her. Yeah, I don't know if she was just like piecing things together or just simply making it through the movie because she knew I had homework for the podcast or whatever. But um, that's kind of her. Yeah, but by by the time it got to that last half hour, I was also like laying down on the couch, uh, just like okay, let's let's get through this last half hour. Sure. So it was specifically in my memory, it was like where uh, Sheriff Brent goes down into the basement of wherever, mm, and I'm yeah. like okay. I hope that the movie picks up its pace here because I can feel my body is starting to right. shut down. Um, that said, I think the movie overall was enjoyable. It deals with some like difficult subject matter, mm-hmm. in particular like rape, which uh, is, is I feel like nowadays would be treated with more like kid gloves, mm. you know. But back in the day, uh, around the time this movie came out, it was more of like a like a plot device or whatever. Yeah. Does that make sense? A little more casual with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which now I feel like it, it, it would be like, uh, take it way more seriously or maybe the, the, um, it, it, it would be a, a different type of event took place other than, or they a showed rape. it differently or like, yeah, it's hard too with this movie. Cause like, I, I don't know, you know, going into it, it's about sex and stuff. Cause it's about the virgin mm-hmm. killer. And you could probably imagine that, rape might play a plot point in that even in mm-hmm. modern times not like that's what started it off 25 years ago but like maybe with that someone's gonna get raped or whatever but in general now people are also big about trigger warnings and stuff which we mm-hmm. probably should have done for this episode in the beginning uh you know talking talking about this and everything as well but yeah um it i think people are, are more aware of that and it's like hard to say that without spoiling stuff in this movie as well because they don't really I guess the trailer did... They, actually, in the trailer, they even show some of the rape. So I guess it is just kind of there. But you'd want to tell someone that going into this that that's probably going to be here if that's going to be an issue, you know? Um, well, and it's, it's a good thing I went back and retroactively added a trigger warning warning onto this episode, <laughs> oh, Stephen. Mm-hmm. That's good, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good to be aware of that stuff for people. Yes, I did not consider that. Uh, Neither did I until just call, this moment. Good call so. there. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, trying to be better, though, right? And at the time, they yeah would just use it as a plot device and not be a big deal, but it obviously is a big deal. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so now that we've got, much like Teeth, now that we've got that <laughs> out of the way, uh, let's, let's talk about the, the movie in and of itself. Yeah. Um, so it was funny to see a movie that utilizes... Because like at the t- like it, it's not like this movie takes place. The the majority of the movie doesn't take place in flashbacks. It's flashbacks. <laughs> Why do I say it like that? <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, there is a flashback in this movie. Uh, that's where the uh, aforementioned rape takes place. But uh, for for like modern oh, times, man. it is like modern times. But the modern time is in the year 
2000. Uh-huh. So at that time, they had like manual locks on the car. Like you had the little like nubbin. Oh, yeah. That pops up and that plays a part at the beginning of the movie. And then the same thing with like the hand crank windows, yeah. which I have completely forgotten about. So much so that my wife and I had a conversation earlier this week where um, her car, she drives a, a Jeep Wrangler. Don't dox her. Uh, but her car, she has to put the the key in the ignition and turn it to start it. Whereas oh, yeah. and she's got like a, I think it's like a 2018 Jeep. Uh-huh. And then my car, I drive a uh, 2019 uh, uh, vehicle. I'm not going to get specific. <laughs> uh, no, it's also a Jeep, but a, a Cherokee. But mine, I just have, I can keep my keys in my pocket because I've got a uh-huh, key fob. Sure. And then I just like hit the, the start button and I told her, I will never go back. Oh, I know. It's and, so lovely, Unless right? I become destitute, I will never go back. And she's like, I don't like it. I'm like, why don't you like it? You, you can just like keep your keys in your, you like leave the house, you lock the door to the house, put your keys in your purse, yeah. put the purse in your car, you're all set. You don't oh, even have so to fuck lovely. with it. She didn't love that? I don't get it. Weird. She's, oh, I love it. Only thing I hate looks, is... Looks left, looks right. She's a psychopath. <laughs> I don't know what her problem is. Because it's just a tiny key fob now, Amanda's mm-hmm. gets lost in her purse all the time. And she tries to put it in the same spot, but it's not usually there. And uh, mm-hmm. if I need to go like get something from her car, because her, hers has that... I just like usually just grab her entire purse because <laughs> it's way easier and faster. <laughs> I hate it. I hate having to dig something out of my wife's oh, purse. Yeah, like sometimes worst. she'll be like, hey, can you go get my wallet or can you go get my keys or literally anything? Even if it's something specifically to help me, I will take her whole purse to her and hand it to her. She's And she erroneously thinks that I'm afraid to like dig in her purse. I'm uh-huh. like, no, nope. I'm not afraid to do it. I just hate doing it because you just have just everything piled on top of each other. Oh yeah. And I don't, crazy. I don't want to have to do that. Yeah. However, I will say guys, we don't have that problem only because our purse is our pants and yeah, you can't pile stuff up. There's not enough pockets. Yeah. If we had like cargo pants on all the time Jinkos. and, and used, yeah, jinkos, <laughs> deep jinkos. Uh, and, and we had like one, literally only one pocket that we used because as it stands right now, I've got like my wallet and car keys in one pocket. I'm a front pocket guy. Oh yeah. And then I've got too. my phone in my other one, but I've got it all like split up amongst my various sure. pants pockets. Right. However, if we had a deep ass cargo pant pocket that we put everything in, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just all going to get mixed mixed up in the equation. Even if the intention is like, oh, I'll just get used to putting something here or something here, you know, it's all going to get mixed up in the the soup of a pocket. Of course, uh, soup pockets, soup delicious. Pocket. Um, mm. Throw it in the toilet, let it expand, microwave it, <laughs> enjoy. Food only go. That's right. Um, food, food on the go when you have to go. People can't see the finger you held up for that, but it was perfect. That's with right. The, uh, yeah. Wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say was a, though, what? It was a very uh, Brinfo Marshall presentation. Was, oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Just thinking about Jinko jeans and you in them, uh, and your and your other podcast, <laughs> Nudis, uh, the Nudis Colony. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I would love to see like you and Ross dress up and clothes that you wore when you listen to that music. Like if you guys could go find some fucking Jinkos and like I don't know what else you wore at the time, but oh, Steven, I would love it. Uh, I grew up poor, as I've said many times on this podcast. I could never afford Jinkos. Did you get Jinkos? However, I did have some pants called Pacos, and this is <laughs> That's real. You said this once to me. <laughs> yeah. They had more of a tapered leg, but they did have like oh my God. Uh, like the, the the main pant legs themselves were more loose, yeah. uh, and they did have the the big pockets on the side. And I thought I was fucking cool. I would but love like, to see not, that again. 
not cool in a way where I was like, other people think I'm cool. I was just like, oh, this is like cool stepping stones to me getting there. Yeah. And then it was just like, nah, no, 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 oh no. Oh my God. Not good. I would love to see you guys. Like, I don't know how much you've changed since then. You both look pretty much like, like pictures I've seen of you in high school. Like, mm. you know, I've gotten whiter than I was in high school. You guys both seem the same. Like you probably could fit. Into Did you say white? Whiter? Both. I've gotten whiter and whiter. Um, <laughs> I wear socks with sandals now. So yeah, I've definitely got a whiter. <laughs> Damn, okay. I did that the other day. I had to go check. Like we've been, you know, repairing our house and stuff after the fire, and so I had to go out outside. And I've been inside all day, and so I didn't care what I was wearing. And I, I'd put on socks because our floors were dirty because we were like unpacking all the stuff. And then I had to go check something out by like our air conditioner, and I just threw on my my flip flops with my I had like black like almost knee high socks, shorts, and flip flops on. And I was like, I, and I had a fucking. Um, I had one of those like head flashlight things that like wraps around your forehead. <laughs> yeah. And I, I walked outside like that and I, I was strolling through it. I have all these kids around us and stuff and like teenagers. And I was like, I bet I look like the biggest fucking dork right now. <laughs> and they're like, oh, there he goes that old. And I'm like, I love what I'm wearing. I'm comfortable. I'm warm. I have a hat. I have a flashlight on my head. Anywhere I look is lit up. It's perfect. <laughs> it's so useful. Fuck it. You know. You look at him, you're like, I love the halftime show with Snoop Doggy Dog on there. He was great. Man, uh, uh, yeah, I don't remember how we even got on this tangent. I don't either. I love we it. really, like, uh, went on a journey we there. We got a bunch of them today. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. look, I have a few notes about this movie. Um, the reporter kid. I'm going to talk about him real quick. Her, the, the friend that meets her oh, yeah, yeah. on the steps. Timmy. That, yeah, that tells her. Uh, what's his name? Timmy. Timmy. In the, I'll try in the to look movie, up what yeah. his name is. Karen Maliki Sanchez. Mm-hmm. I don't. I feel like I've seen. He's one of those people. Like I don't know his name. I don't know what he's in. But he looked familiar from other things. Really? Um, okay. Like, I don't remember seeing this guy at oh, all. Really? But yeah. Mm-hmm. And it might be. And even this is too. Like when I haven't seen this movie in decades. Like I might remember him a little bit as that character, which is very like distinct. You know, mm-hmm. his look in this movie is so very much to me. Uh, you know, two thousands like teenagers. Figuring shit out. Yeah, this right. This is a snapshot of what yes. people, <laughs> yeah, like adults think that kids dress like at the time because Ooh, they like kind of dress like that, but but it's not like tweaked. It's weird. It's too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's it's like plussed up too yes, much for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's he was a, like drive me crazy uh, from ninety nine. Do you ever see that with like Melissa Joan Hart and uh, oh, Adrian no, Grenier. I don't think so. Uh, anyway, he's been like in other stuff, and I, I like him. In this, he, he's so funny in this one because his dialogue is like the kevin williamson type stuff he was very like smart and snappy and mm-hmm. uh i don't know, like his his jokes were like quick with her or whatever um mm-hmm. and i just liked his character um so when he shows up on the on the steps again like when i rewatched it this week i was like oh i was excited to see him again and then excited oh, when awesome. he dies because it's just funny that he's like stuffed in a locker or whatever <laughs> yeah um when when he breaks out that cell phone and it's like that giant phone with a, that little bitty, like, thin, flip-down oh, yeah. mouthpiece or whatever. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, shit, my battery's dead. Can I use yours? And she has a cell phone, but it's literally the same exact thing. Like, it was just <laughs> like, like oh, man. The same three phones or whatever at the time. Yeah, I know. This, this like, predates the Nokia, like, brick phones, which oh, we think wow, of as, like, yeah. old, you know, at this time. Um, but this is, like, that was before that, you know? And it's just, oh, man. It was like a stepping stone. It's crazy how much cell phones can date something thing now like we're oh, so yeah. used to them now and what they've become and they're so different mm-hmm. um yeah. like there was a reddit thread the other day about like what's the most like unused app or feature on your phone and like 
four of the top re- reviews or whatever, like, or, or like answers or whatever, were like the phone. Like, I don't call people how to use that, <laughs> you know? And like, these literally were made for that, you know? Uh-huh. Like, they just had minutes to call people. Mm-hmm. They didn't have like text minutes yet because we didn't like have that at first, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it all developed. It's wild to see like movies like place themselves in time just by that alone. Mm-hmm. And this movie is no yeah. exception. When I see a phone number that I don't recognize come across my phone, it seems like triply offensive to me. It's like, first of all, why is <laughs> right. anyone I know calling me? Secondly, why is a stranger calling me? And then thirdly, it's like, it's probably a scam. You yeah, know? absolutely. Because I don't know anyone named Spam Risk, okay? <laughs> I've checked my contacts. Um, uh, I love the mom in this movie. Uh, we talked about Michael Bay and the dad, but the mom yeah. is also an alcoholic um, in this movie. Candy Clark is her name. Um, oh, oh, she's an okay. American graffiti. That's what I knew her from. She's great. She's She shows up again in like random stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. she's from Norman, Oklahoma. Look at that. Look, we're oh, my gosh. She's one of us. One of us. Google gobble. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> took me a second to be like what is he talking about and then i was like oh, oh shit yeah. yeah we had this conversation years ago <laughs> yeah um i like her in this movie a lot her her character um again she's one of the really weird ones that i'm like she doesn't seem like a real person she seems like a loser mm-hmm. loser person like trying to be a person like she doesn't quite get it but like she reminds me of the mom in nightmare on elm street who's also like an alcoholic and like the there's a whole dynamic with the daughter trying to like, figure out the past and like the mom you know, begrudgingly telling her, like, over a cigarette, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But there's, like, weird scenes. Uh, Brittany Murphy in this movie in particular, like, dials up her acting uh, several notches in weird ways mm-hmm. that I really like because it's so unhinged. And there's a part, her mom does it, too, where uh, Brittany Murphy is just trying to figure out what happened, and she's in the library, and her mom comes mm-hmm. in and grabs her by the collar and shakes <laughs> her so fucking hard, and she's like, why the fuck are you in the library? <laughs> and I loved it. It's so intense. And, like, cra- uh-huh. and they start just screaming at each other. Um, I, I, I was wondering, like, in that acting moment, like, did Brittany Murphy know she was going to shake her that hard? Like, yeah. is this real, like, you know, mm-hmm. method that they're trying to, like, do this, whatever? But she's so weird in it. Um, and, like, I don't know. Like, I just liked her role as the, like, exposition, you know? It felt familiar because it was, like, Nightmare on Elm Street. And there's yeah. parts of this movie, like, it did... It's almost more of like a love letter to Wes Craven in some ways, not just Scream, but like some of his other stuff, you know, and like mm-hmm. other slashers and like a lot of like, it has a lot of feeling of like sort of the Black Christmas to me, like old 70s, 80s horror stuff with like the weird dressed up killer thing, you know, and like the way mm-hmm. he, she moves and all that. Like, uh, I just like a lot of the feeling of this and the mom was, was, was key to that to me. I was a little bit confused at the beginning that uh, I guess the, the parents had split up because the the mom goes and stands on the front porch at the beginning of the movie and she's just smoking outside of the house. I thought, oh, well, maybe she just doesn't like smoke indoors or Mm. whatever. But then we don't see her for a long time. Are they not? I don't know. They don't really interact at all. Like the dad and the mom don't really talk ever, right? Never. Not not to my recollection anyway. So I watched it, you know, I've watched it a couple times now. So that mom, like Brittany Murphy and her boyfriend are making out and then breaking up in the car. The mom comes up, has that really weird scene with the son where she's like, they want to fuck each other. Yeah. And they're like, Brittany Murphy's like, uh, just because I won't put out, you're going to fuck my mom. And he's like, yes. Um, Mm -hmm. And she's like smoking. And she says something like, I can't smoke inside because of what's his face. And then she smokes on the porch and she's like, be quiet when you go in because the dad's going to be in there. But it's like. Maybe they're like they live in the same house, but they are not together. I think that might be the key. There, there was a a portion of the movie where um, I think it's uh, 
I think it was like after the 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 killer goes to assault Brittany Murphy, mm-hmm. and then the dad's like, "Okay, I want you to to go home or whatever." And then the mom shows up, and she's like, "Why don't you go home with your mom or something like that?" Or there, there's oh, some yeah. some way that the dialogue was said where like, "Okay, well like maybe go to they, her house. They're divorced. Yeah, yeah, they're divorced maybe, or whatever." Man. Now, you're making but, me rethink because I'm like, I literally don't think they ever see each other. Like, do they ever yeah. talk? I don't remember that at all. Like, I, I don't think they speak to each other. I think they're like in that one scene together when they're they're trying to debate where Brittany Murphy's going to go. Oh my is she, god! Is she Bruce Willis? I think so. Oh my god. I really, I'm like rethinking this whole movie now. Like, what this do I even know happened? On layers. Yeah, guys. You know? This is crazy. It's like that. I was trying to think of the layers thing we talked about earlier, but see, I forget everything. I just remember we talked about layers. Was it about pubes? Mustaches. Okay. I was and like, you had it on your pubes. Yeah, that's as right. A, mm-hmm. homage. Yeah, that's yeah right. I, I went to the salon. I <laughs> pulled down my pants with consent, and then I was like, give me the Hercule, please. And they said, another one. Jeez, I can't they, wait for this fad to be over. Yeah, she was like, Sacre Bleu, another one. <laughs> um, yeah, so there was that observation, which was uh, like a, a normal. But uh, again, at the, the beginning of the movie, you were talking about where Brittany Murphy and her boyfriend were going to, I guess, have sex in the car. But then she said no. Uh, I Luckily, he was just like, OK. But then the mom shows up and... I guess it's a good thing they weren't fucking in the car because she would she just like come there. across that. But I don't, I don't know. She's, she kind of seemed out of it where I was like, she would have probably just walked up and just like watched or something. Like I, the adults in this movie are, are very weird. Everything's to weird. Me. Everything's strange. Everything's weird in this town. Um, but when she asked this, the, the boyfriends, like, do you have a cigarette? Mm-hmm. And he like starts to hand her one. I thought she was going to say, that's what I thought. You don't smoke around my daughter or something oh, like that. Right. But instead, <laughs> she, she just she just takes the aforementioned Winston and then uh, mm-hmm. starts puffing on it and, and just like flirts with the boyfriend. It's, like, it's, it's very strange. Not only is she not protecting her daughter from secondhand smoke, she sits mm-hmm. in the window of the car and blows the fucking smoke in. Yeah. <laughs> like she's smoking yeah. right there. <laughs> like at, aggressively at her daughter. Yeah. yeah. Man. But I like, again, it's just like the weird feeling, the weird vibe to this movie. Um, and setting up sort of Brittany Murphy's journey throughout it, whatever, with her boyfriend, with her mm-hmm. mom. And, like, uh, whenever she, I think it's, like, at the school. I don't know why she's there. She's with, her like, her the reporter kid, and she finds him dead. And then the, the killer, like, chases her. Um, mm-hmm. There are parts of this movie that I really liked that it was, like, really fast and brutal. Like, when, they, mm-hmm. when they're running, like, they both are, like, full tilt running in that hallway. And yeah. then he tackles her, and they fucking fall hard and, like slide across the floor into like a trash can and shit Mm -hmm. it feels like more than other movies like even screaming stuff where it feels like everybody's kind of half-assing it like for the camera you know it looks like it's fast but it's not really fast this looks like they're like really run and like like you would from a fucking killer with a knife uh and it was it was pretty cool that way um and i like the look of the uh, this is one of those things where it's like like scream five helped me revisit scream four a little bit better like things in context looking back on them I had another vibe, again, with Mitch recommending this movie. There's a vibe of this that reminds me of Malignant as well. Steven, I literally have a note yes. here. <laughs> yeah. It's, I said, is this killer Malignant? Yes. And that's yeah. so cool, like, how far uh-huh. how far away this was. Like, we watched Malignant and didn't uh, Mitch knew the whole time. Like, it was an influence or whatever. Like, I, mm-hmm. I assume, you know, that he saw that as well. Like, I don't know if he's mentioned it, but... 
Um, I, I was like, man, this killer looks like that. The, like the full leather outfit, the hair that you don't like, it's always over the face. You don't know what it is. The knives sort of thing. Like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of aspects I, of this. I thought were really good for that. Especially during that scene where the, the killer is running down the hallway. I was like, are there appendages backwards? Right. You're like double checking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe they didn't have the technology, uh, at the right. time to CGI backwards <laughs> yeah. limbs, but I'm going to look when it gets closer. Uh, turns out it was not the case, but yeah, that's immediately where my Amazing. mind went. It was like, is this killer malignant? It's a cool um, influence or something. I don't know. Like cool connection. Yeah. I like it. Um, there's a, a, a crazy score to this movie, a lot of like break beats and whatnot. Mm. So it's it's almost like it wants to be that bank scene in The Matrix, but for like all <laughs> the whole movie. <laughs> the whole movie. <laughs> that makes total sense the way you said that. That's so and, funny. And then like the, the beginning of the movie, there are a couple of scenes where it's like tambourine heavy, where oh, I don't know if it's the director's choice or if it was like there was a conversation with the, the person who was scoring it. It was like, yes, like I like what you've done here, <laughs> but heavy on the tambourine, yeah. though. Just like crank that bad boy up. It's a up. scary sound. It is the, the scariest sound you, oh can, my God. you can imagine. Tambourine. Ooh. That's why they had to get rid of that animatronic at Chuck E. Cheese's. Oh, it was really? just like scaring the kids too much. Yeah. That makes sense now that I think about it. That'd be a bad way mm-hmm. to die, a tambourine. Oh, my it's God. It's like just sharp enough to maybe cut you, but like not sharp enough to really like cut cleanly. Yeah, and if you try to attack the tambourine attacker, they just use it as a shield. Oh, God, they have so many ways. Although, I would think it'd be hard to keep it quiet so you wouldn't know when they're around. Uh, there's uh, this one superhero that has uh, tambourines pop out of his knuckles. He's called Tambourine. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, three tambourines side by side coming out of someone's knuckles, and they're like, <laughs> You can tell when they're getting irritated. It's like a rattlesnake's tail, you know? (laughs) Oh, man. A lot of tambourine in that. I didn't realize, uh, I didn't really listen to a lot of the score. There's some of it that felt good. Like I said, there was some like orchestra, not, yeah, uh, like choral voice score stuff that reminded me of Scream a little bit. And then other parts, it was very 2000s. Like, yeah, 100%. Blade. Like, it's like mm-hmm. they watched Matrix and Blade and stuff, and they're like, oh, we got yes. this. Let's put that music in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it yeah. dates it, but in a kind of a um, nice way, I guess, you know? Like, it, it it feels appropriate for the time, and and even though it might mismatch, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah. It sounds very, like, cardboard boxy. Yeah. Uh, I have, like, a, a decent stereo in my, my living room when I can, like, watch movies or whatever. Got a subwoofer hooked up to it and everything. But it, it never really has, like, the punch. Like, when... Again, the, the the music is is like breakbeat inspired or whatever, but you don't really get the the, oh, yeah. the thud of the the kick drum or whatever. It just sounds very like boxy. So it's like we want this, but also like we don't have like a great budget yeah. for it. <laughs> like, just whatever you can, whatever loops you can throw together, just just throw that in there. You're like they're like we can afford one guy to write a few songs. Mm-hmm. We can afford a piano, and we can afford tambourine. We'll bring him in. <laughs> Yeah. Shake him up. See what we can get going on here. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just get them all playing at the same time. Yeah. Just all of it. All at Cacophonous. once. Cacophonous. Sounds great. Um, can we talk about Mark? Mark. Mark is a, a character who is like at the school. He's one of the, the, the boys that um, Brittany Murphy goes to school with. But it's like her friend has a crush on this guy. He's got dark hair. He's got oh, like a yeah. mole on his lip. He is the weirdest one in this fucking movie. I made a note here that says, is Mark a fucking idiot? Because 
he seems like the dumbest person that yeah. has ever existed in any form of media. At a certain point, like when they finally go sit down, like Brittany Murphy is trying to get her friend to go talk to him. Yep. Because she's got a crush on him. She's like, okay, you you need to interact with this guy because he appears to be single. He's not the smartest guy. You can probably just like get with him. He won't know. But they go sit down with him at the lunch table and they're having a conversation about like, I guess the killings or whatever. And they're talking about it. And then at a certain point, one of them asks what Mark thinks. And they go, what do you think, Mark? And he looks up. He's like, I think these ribs rule. <laughs> I didn't know he's if like, he was supposed to be stoned all the time. Because they show them oh, smoke in the parking lot. Yeah, that's true. And he's yeah. just like, acts like he's weird and hungry and distracted all the time. But he does have like a dumb quality about him in general. Like, you don't have to I, be I did dumb not even, to be a stoner. I did not even piece that together. Like, I have so many friends that are high-functioning, like, stoners that it's like, whenever I see something like this, I just immediately go, oh, they're a stupid. Yeah. Like, cause I mean, that's that how sense. I identify. I was like, I'm one of those, right. but hopefully not this, guy. but he's like eating with his face so close oh, to his so food weird. tray that it's just like, it's, it's disturbing. Like, yeah. I wonder if that was part of the direction where it's like, all right, now I need you to get your face right there next to the tray. This is the only way this is going to work. Uh, it's like, is this close enough? It's like, closer. <laughs> <laughs> you're <laughs> tambourines in a cage. They're like, we're gonna let tambourine out. Watch yourself, crikey, crikey! This guy's a fucking idiot. Oh my god! I I think yeah. the options for me are number one, he's just an idiot. Number okay. two, he's a stoner and he's uh-huh. out of his mind the entire movie. <laughs> number three is he is a, he is an alien, one hundred percent. I think. I think there's probably because I, I I looked it up briefly on Wikipedia after I watched the movie. And I saw that there's um, an uncut version of this, but nobody has yeah, the like right. copies to it. Like I don't know if it got like sold off in a garage sale or what. <laughs> but even the director doesn't have like the the same footage of it. So when they like put out a Blu-ray of this in 2016, this is like what they put together. And this was like plussed up because like you said, the the version they showed on USA, even though it was on cable, it was still oh, like yeah. USA at the time. And maybe still to this day, I don't know. I don't interact with it. I only say the Pledge of Allegiance when I come across it in my <laughs> my course. guide, and then I, I move on. But um, I guess the the made for TV version of it was censored, probably because of language, sexual content, etc. Yeah, violence. Um, yeah. So I feel like the version that was released on Blu-ray, which is I'm sure what we saw on on Shutter, is like you know adult enough. But I wonder if in the the unrated, uncut version of this, or whatever, they get into that. You know what I'm saying? I would love like, to see that, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I hope that someday, like, I read a thing from the director that said, he was like, studios never really lose anything. They're claiming that mm-hmm. they, like, lost this footage that they had to cut out and stuff. But he's mm-hmm. like, it's somewhere in a vault, you know? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I hope they'd find it, because he said that, like, every kill that, like, cuts away and doesn't show the knife going in, or the blood splatter, and then, like, it just shows the aftermath. He's like, I have a shot for every one of those. And I'm like, that's crazy. I want to see that fucking shit. Yeah. yeah. And to your point, especially with mm-hmm. that, that girl who like winds up like pinned to a tree. Oh yeah. That's going to be so brutal. At the beginning right? of the movie. Like that's, yeah, that's gotta be pretty brutal to see. Apparently too, the, uh, the teen orgy scene at the end at the, uh, abandoned house or whatever. 
was in the script they said it was like a like a bunch of sheets just kind of flowing around you could see a bunch of like mm-hmm. limbs and bodies moving around it's just a huge orgy under the sheets and the killer would move through it and kill people and there's, you would just see like blood splatters on the white sheet and that was kind of to get the point across and then when mm-hmm. the director t- took that and changed things he was like no we got to see this orgy so apparently mm-hmm. there's like multiple like there's like so much nudity cut out of that scene. You don't really see anything yeah. now, but it's like, he said it was, it was a bunch of, a, a bunch of like teenage boobs essentially. So, mm-hmm. uh, to your point, it could have been even more awkward for you to watch this <laughs> yeah. uncomfortable teen sex movie, right? Yeah. Because I graduated in 2001. So at the time this movie would have come out, I was a teenager and that would have been like fine. You know, it would have been like, uh, I would have been 17 when this this movie came out in, uh, in 2000. That, yeah. So yeah, seeing like a, a teenage girl's boobs would have been like right in my wheelhouse. However, you're not a teenager now, anymore. <laughs> pushing 40, <laughs> I'm like I do I do not want to see that. I, that would be so disturbing to me. But you know, most of these actors are probably like in their early 20s yeah. or whatever. I believe DJ Qualls was 47 when he That's filmed true. his role in this movie. Yeah. That's canon. Um, yeah. He just looks young. He's a young looking dude. It happens sometimes, you know. Yeah. Um, there's that girl too, the the one that's like teaching all the other girls about how guys are so inept at like opening bra or like unclasping mm-hmm. bras and like not knowing what to do. She's like mm-hmm. the sex, you know, expert, I guess, with, mm-hmm. with them. And she's she's with that dude at the like the the orgy later on, the dance. They're like dancing, yeah. And she's like, I want your snowboard, I want your C's, even the imports. And she just keeps uh-huh. sliding his hand up her ass, and mm-hmm. like. Uh, She's pretty hot, so that was a pretty cool scene. Mm, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also am like, yeah, that was fun. That was like a little little tease, and we can move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't need any more than that. But I, yeah, they they did they did get sort of like on the cusp of things. And you think like a movie like this, where it's all about virginity and sex and stuff, would actually go a little further. Like this was way more tame than like American Pie, which came out before this. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. As, in terms of that, I guess so. And he fucks a pie in that movie. I mean, he fucks a pie, guys. I want to see the uncut version of that. Abs- you know, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I want to see all the details. <laughs> I just pictured him and then a little more like a five minute scene of that. He's yeah. like whining and dining it. You know, he's got some chocolate wine. Mm-hmm. Picked it up. Oh, Valentine's yeah. Day, you know? Yeah. So you're not oh, not and, drunk, just a little tipsy, just a little loose, you know, having fun. And, and by the way, on the chocolate wine, there's also uh, we came across there was like a, a little display that had chocolate wine. I think it was like for Valentine's Day yeah. or whatever. It was like something they had left over. But they also had like a separate chocolate wine that was like red, but it had chocolate flavoring infused in there. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, nah, let's not fuck with that. If we're going to do it, let's, let's do go it. all the way. So we got the one that's red wine mixed with like chocolate sauce or whatever the fuck. And it was very tasty. Like if you like red wine, in I got to <laughs> I got to recommend this. People should try it. In my it's head, delicious. It's like you're on the edge of your counter and you've got edging, yeah. Yeah, you're edging on the counter. You've mm-hmm. got a bottle of Hershey's syrup and you've got a box of wine and you're just dumping both in your mouth and swishing it around, you know? Uh-huh. What a good thing. Like, guys, I'm telling you, it's a thing, it's it right, exists. Right. You're like this guy's fucking nuts, man. He's talking about this movie from two thousand, he's lost his damn mind. I know it, I know. Um, Stephen, can can we also talk about uh the greatest uh act of violence that happens in this movie oh, please. which is where uh i almost called her britney spears britney mm-hmm. murphy uh is i think it's when she's getting attacked in some lab or whatever uh by malignant mm-hmm. and she has no option other than to cut one of the strings loose on the shark that's overhead <laughs> and she fucking shark punches <laughs> malignant you don't get that in every movie like, you don't get that nope. in every movie and it should be yep you don't get that in the Meg. You don't get that in Jaws. Wow. 
missed you don't get that in uh, Shark Style. You might get that in Shark Style. I don't know. <laughs> you but, get it in Sharknado. Um, Oh yeah, yeah definitely shark shark Sharknado. Sharknado. But that was way after this. You know, that was influenced by this as well. I think. Yeah, That's probably I've never seen up. any of those in those. Uh, I tried Sharknado movies. Yeah, even, I, to me, it's not even fun. Bad. It's just really See, bad. That's the like, problem. Boring. You know. Yeah. Even with Iron Deering, he can't pull it through for me. Quack quack. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, but the, there are some pretty cool like. Gro- and gross like stuff in this movie uh the mm-hmm. kills and stuff in particular i thought after like we we need to talk about the reveal too we've been talking about this forever and i i i just could talk about it all day i guess but yeah but we we find out that jay moore is the killer who i kind uh-huh. of suspected throughout it I, I wasn't really sure there's a lot of red herrings in this i think um mm-hmm. i like the kind of reveal of the story of like how his mom you know tortured him essentially growing up by telling him the stories of all this and how he's like taken on her look sort of and like coming back for revenge for her and it, it's just all messed up and makes it in the 80s i don't know that i think jay moore in the outfit is like scary but it's so weird again that i like it it's, yeah you know mm-hmm. and then thinking back on him they show like that that girl in the beginning that gets pinned to the tree they show him like kiss her like a bloody mouth and stuff and it's like it's just all disturbing you yeah know? uh but then he like you know he has like michael bain and he has uh uh, Brittany Murphy like tied up and stuff and like he's getting him to confess and he's like threatening the daughter and that's what, another part where they she gets fucking crazy in his face and they're like screaming at each other she and Jay Moore uh, on yeah. the table whatever and she like bites at him and stuff yeah yeah it's yeah, so yeah. weird and funny uh, but it's like I like the reveal of that I like how it all kind of plays out and stuff and, and what the story actually is whatever it, it's uh, makes sense to me you know as like a, a like why he's doing it and everything um, but her dad, you know, throughout this whole thing has been around. He's been the sheriff. He's been like, you know, the the stabilizing force. And then you just find out like, oh, he's a pretty bad dude uh, from his youth and stuff with all his friends. And then I didn't think that he would necessarily live. But he, the way he dies, I feel is really brutal. Like he gets stabbed in the neck. Oh, the, even the dogs oh. are excited about that, man. Yeah, they have some strong opinions. They, they were awake for that portion yeah. of the the movie the movie yes. yeah sorry he gets stabbed no. in the neck and then like the like Brittany murphy and her her boyfriend's like dragging her away down the hallway and stuff and he's like we have to go because you're like your dad the dad was like trying to fight him off you know so they could get away but he's like that's like pretty brutal uh and like the blood like splatters onto jay moore and it's like pretty gross and stuff but then you don't see the dad actually die but jay moore just picks up an axe and as Brittany murphy's like watching and like leaving you just know that her dad is being axed in front of her and it's pretty like fucking gross and like uh unceremoniously way you know that that michael bain was dispatched i guess i expected a little Mm -hmm. different but it was so brutal and i was like oh my god i love this and then it kind of sets off the real ending you know that axe blade was so shiny (laughs) it's like someone went (laughs) and bought the axe (laughs) that day and was like okay i'm gonna put this in here i'm gonna come back to it later and then they had like tummy trouble and Mm -hmm. they were just like i'm gonna (sighs) it's gonna be nighttime before i know it and i can't go outside during the night i made that promise on LTAS that I would That's not. That's true. I'm, I'm only a day walker. Yep. So I'm going to stay inside and I'll get to axing this wood or whatever the fuck <laughs> tomorrow. I'll just leave it here. It's probably okay. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we see the movie play out. And good thing too, because you don't want splinters in your axe wound. You really don't. <laughs> no, you really don't. <laughs> Gaping or otherwise. Either yes. way, you don't want mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's just bad no. news bears. Mm-hmm. Um... So, yeah, uh, what do you think about Jay Moore and this, like, how the, the story played out, I guess? I will say I really like Jay Moore in this. Good. I thought his acting was 
fairly subdued. Um, you know, he's like a, a comedian. He was on Saturday Night Live for a long time, and I think of him as a more uh, as a comedian one, and then two. If he is in movies, it's more of a or TV shows. It's more as a comedic presence, mm-hmm. and he was very like he was just like acting in this movie. And so by the time it like gets to him and he's revealed as the killer, uh, I was like, oh, okay, right on, right on. Did not suspect. So oh, cool. the the movie got me there. Um, I did think it's funny though that when he puts the wig on the little like wig head, like the mannequin head. It, he's drawn eyes on the mannequin <laughs> head. Like it's, it's not like a front man. Yeah, it's like, this is very important to me. I got to make sure this is there. And sometimes I don't have time to like, I just want to look at it at a glance and be like, okay, this is the front. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, he's a detail so, man. He shines his axe. He draws know, faces on his mannequin heads. He, he, I guess he puts makeup on himself. Uh-huh. So he's like, okay, I have the skill set. I wonder how well I could do eyes. Okay, left one turned right. out okay. Oh, let's try the right one. Yeah, maybe he's you practicing. Know this is pretty good. This is pretty good. He's been watching you know? like early YouTube makeup tutorials and stuff and like uh-huh. figuring that out. Yeah. That's nice. I do like yeah. when the boyfriend comes to the door and he has mm-hmm. to go up in his robe and stuff. And he's like, they're like talking like five inches from each other's face. And uh-huh. he's like, the boyfriend's just like interrogating sort of and like, Jay Moore's just smiling through his, his acting in that part I, I loved because he's gone from the professor to the killer and now back to mm-hmm. the professor and then the dude's like why are you wearing lipstick and he's like I like it or whatever like it's mm-hmm. just like their interaction and stuff I really like uh, and Jay Moore yeah. gets so unhinged in that um, it, that it's really it, fun it has the energy of you answering the door when you really have to poop <laughs> but then like somebody wants to talk to you about like jehovah's witness uh-huh. stuff you know and you're like look guys i this is this is great that you do your thing but i really have to go yeah, and they're like drop well, deuce yeah let me tell you uh, we've got our bikes parked out on uh on the sidewalk here um can we get a glass of water or something it's like uh, i've really got a thing going on i yeah i've got i've got a turtle head poking <laughs> out but i like to be polite so <laughs> y- yes yes i'm gonna i'm gonna shut the door but i'll i'll be back and then, you know, it's just a, a whole thing. It's like 20, We've all been there. minutes later. Mm-hmm. They're still <laughs> yeah. at the front, and you're like, I've, I've yeah. evacuated my body, uh-huh. and uh, here's your water. Yes, I, got, yeah. I brought it from the toilet. <laughs> I, it turns out when I was evacuating my guts, I also evacuated my soul. So I think this is going to be a hard pass for me. <laughs> Sorry, But guys. you can take those cups with you. Uh, they're blue solo cups. We don't have money for red. So. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was that dire. Also, you know, I am trying to put my political affiliation on front street with that Hell as well yeah. so it's, it's like the subtext it's like you know we got we got blue cups here you know we what got I'm blue cups all right blue cups right. matter <laughs> every time i do it every time i do it i'm like don't do that steven don't do that but it's such like a, a, a phrase that works in so many other ways uh-huh i think in, in this particular instance it's extra funny because of the the blue lives matter okay, thing good yes yeah. there you go yeah so this yeah. one works so, this one works Ooh. this one's oh, not, right now, not problematic everything no, no, not you don't got to worry today. about that. Yeah, not today. Black lives do matter. I want that to be known. Black lives do matter. Blue cups. Blue don't cups. Really matter. Nah, that's fine. That's fine. I think we can all get on board with that. It's fine. Man, yeah. Dodged a bullet there. <laughs> I saw. I saw the panic I on know. your I face. Like, you Steven, stop doing that. Um, so the only thing I, I it's kind of a, a bummer to me the way this movie actually ends with the the killer and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Earlier on, we see. Uh, oh, another weird father-daughter scene between Brittany Murphy and her dad where they're, like, grappling, I guess. They're, like, you know, wrestling and stuff. That, and, oh, yeah, And yeah, the yeah. phone rings or the doorbell rings, and then the dad just, like, sits there on top of Brittany Murphy for, like, an extra beat. Do you remember that? Yeah. It's, like, really weird. That's just another well, se- example of that, but... 
there, there's a scene in the theatrical version of the movie Justice League where mm. uh, Barry, the Flash, with his lightning powers. It's still one of my favorite things you've ever said. It's like, but why does he <laughs> why? have lightning? Because he's fast and lightning's fast. I guess I don't fucking know. Anyway, uh, he in, in the the Whedon cut of that, he falls on Wonder Woman, and it's something that I guess like Whedon really like fought for or whatever. But it doesn't it doesn't add anything. It's it's, it's funny, stupid. Yeah. I don't really like when yeah. And At least he's not our dad. Yeah, exactly. It'd be fucking oh. weird, right? Like, <laughs> there's another weird scene in here. Yeah, yeah. And then like when. It happens in this movie. It's like, why? It's yeah. just like the the context of something like that is is always some type of romantic interest. And to see it happen in this movie, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't like this. Especially, I think it was before that was the scene with him like talking about her virginity and uh-huh. all this stuff. Or maybe that comes out. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Both things are in this movie in in some order, and neither of them are appreciated by me. I don't <laughs> I don't like it. It's so fucking weird. Um, You're like I, I came for a horror movie, not a mm-hmm. like horrific experience movie with like a father mm-hmm. and a daughter situation. Yeah, it's uh, it's too real. Yeah, you know, too real, too furious. But I bring Don't it like up it. because they were practicing that, and that's kind of like a foreshadowing or whatever. Like a, it's a mm-hmm. callback later on whenever she is fighting with Jay Moore uh, in the wig mm-hmm. and everything, and trying to fight him off, and she does like the lamest. <laughs> throw over her shoulder like they practiced it earlier and it kind of makes sense of what she was doing but this is like clearly mm-hmm. like she has no leverage over jay moore like she should not be able to throw him anywhere right and yeah. not only does she throw him through the window but then he falls off the balcony which from the inside and in the window it looked like he would have just like hit his hips on it and stopped mm-hmm. uh and again she's not throwing it with a ton of force she's a tiny little person you know but like, yeah but then he falls down like i i it was just kind of like it was uh, just a little too like they mm-hmm. should have taken another take and I, <laughs> yeah. I heard there was like a trouble production and stuff on this they had to like get like one take sometimes or whatever but mm-hmm. uh i don't know it's like they should have tried a little more and make that a little more realistic to to be believable but i can forgive it you know it's I, just kind of fun. yeah i mean by this point you're you know what the movie is yeah. or what it's, it's certainly not the most uh, disturbing or egregious thing that we've come totally, across right? uh, yeah. uh, it's but it is it is like i do like the idea of uh the father teaching her daughter how to defend herself just like generally speaking i like that idea but also especially in the case of the father being a sheriff you know he's, sure, he wants sense. to look out for his daughter yeah yeah 100 tracks but Make sure she's yes, been like, fucked it's all it's just part of the father <laughs> yeah. role yeah Protector, oh my god right? i imagine like in the uncut version there's like a, a further scene of him explaining <laughs> how a d goes into oh a g god. you know it was like oh no we don't we don't want do not like don't you know what uh you keep the snyder cut right. uh, we don't we don't want that um but Man. yeah when whenever she she like the way it's explained it's like you you put your weight under their their mm. You, you like step through, put your weight over there, and you kind of like flip them over. This is like, by the time it gets to the end of the movie, she steps in, but then like kind of just like turns and like kind of shoves him right. forward. Yeah, not really hard enough for him to go through the the glass. And because there's a patio outside <laughs> yeah. of the glass, it's like the the glass certainly would have broken his his stride. But then also for him to like step through that balcony and then like tumble over it. Yeah, it, she. She might be the strongest human that's ever lived, if that's basically if all of that takes place, you know. Maybe, but again, if she's an alien, we don't know what her strengths are. I think they might be secret aliens in this I, movie. I think, I think that's the only way to explain to it. it. I, yeah, yes, um, yes, I'm there. But then, 
I feel like after that, which I felt so disappointed in, and every time I rewatch it, I'm like, ah, oh, it's just so annoying that it's like, you know, she's doesn't clearly can't throw him through that or whatever. But mm-hmm. then he falls onto some like spiked, you know, like pieces of wood, and he still doesn't die. And then they really redeem themselves in my eyes when the cop double <laughs> shoots him so much that his body parts and blood and guts are like on the kids next to him and they cut yeah. to like a line of these kids just covered in like there's like a hand like a literal hand that's been like Dude, shot uh, off his body or something when when the the cop walks over and she's dual wielding yes. twin <laughs> guns i'm like did we step into the doomiverse here and she's like double firing and then this is the only way i knew my wife was awake at the end of this movie is because she, she goes did you see the severed hand on that boy's head? <laughs> I was like, yep, I sure did. It's amazing. It's so she, over the top that I'm like, all right, I can forgive you for the other part. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, she shot the gun so many times oh, God, and yeah. so efficiently that she severed the hand, <laughs> and then the hand flew up in the air and landed on this kid's head, and he's just, like, sitting there, like, traumatized it's or amazing. whatever. It's crazy looking. It's Yeah, it's just absurd enough that I'm like, man, I really dig it. There, which is funny too because before we watched that movie we uh we just had the tv on and it was on like i don't know tbs or whatever and the movie hancock the will smith movie mm-hmm. was on and there's it was specifically i have not seen this movie since yeah, it like came out or whatever but which was like 2008 but that's right there's a, a scene in the movie that we watched last night where he takes like the cover of a lamp there's a some bank robber that has uh, an uh, an explosive device that has a dead man switch on it, meaning that if the mm. the they release their finger off the trigger, the bomb goes off and it, it kills everyone inside the bank that he's broken into. So Will Smith he takes the cover off this lamp, smashes it, makes like essentially a saw blade, takes it, throws it at them, severs the hand, and so there's a scene where he's walking out with holding the hand <laughs> that's holding the I trigger. I remember that God. And then I see this movie where another <laughs> severed hand. So I had a two severed hand night. Wow, a double feature. It's crazy. Accidentally. It doesn't happen in the wild too often, know, that's, but that's it happened beautiful. for me. That's crazy. It's beautiful yeah. what happened to you, man. It's gorgeous. 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 If I would have watched Black Panther yesterday as oh. well, where you see uh, what's his nuts? No, I guess it would have been Avengers Age of Ultron. That's what it was. That's where uh, Claw gets his oh, hand yeah. severed by, by Ultron, the titular Ultron. Throw in some uh, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, my God. You get yourself a Why? What happens? Uh, I can't tell you. Oh, man. You got to watch Obi-Wan. I got to watch this movie. I got to watch Obi-Wan? <laughs> to figure it out. I don't know. Oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> this goes deep. <laughs> this really does. Um, so I've, I've got a, a couple of extra cool. notes here. Um, mine, so so b- before we get to the, the reveal of the killer and all of that stuff, the, uh, Brittany Murphy's friend in this movie mm. Tells her about like what's going on at the at school because like all this crazy shit like once the news gets out about all the virgin killings and all this stuff, the kids at the school are losing their fucking minds oh, right yeah. because they're like oh I guess this means we get to like start fucking or whatever. So her friend goes up to Brittany Murphy's character and she's like, it's hurricane hormone <laughs> there at school. And then that line. And then she follows it up. I was like, oh my God, that's so funny. How can she, how can one top this? She then says, it's going to be a Hyman Holocaust. I'm like, oh my God. She did it. She when did I it. I heard that. I'm so glad you brought it up because I forgot about mm-hmm. that. But when it, when I heard it, I was like, oh my God, we're going to bring that up in the show and that's going to be the show title. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. 
Nope. No, it's not. <laughs> We're going to get vetoed by one of our wives on that Indeed one. Indeed we would, but also we can't mm-hmm. steal it because it's too amazing in the movie itself. I can't take that from her. You have to watch the movie. It's so good. It's so You're bad. You're only going to get that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That it's so good. Um, and then... Uh, there's a, a lot of uh, violence in this movie. A lot of... Uh, not... not a, I, I guess there's some gore in it, but not like an overt yeah. amount like I, I i've seen movies with like more gore in it but there's still like people getting stabbed you see dead bodies you know see blood severed hand on a kid's head you know uh-huh. of all the, the gross shit in this movie potentially the grossest thing i remember seeing is uh the, the foot rubbing scene <laughs> which eventually becomes a toe sucking scene Was your and wife an actor yeah good yeah she would not yeah she, she would have uh, she left the room just she would have left a her shaped hole in right. our house from fleeing the property so hard uh she hates feet so much i'm not a fan of it but i can tolerate it a bit more but like the foot rubbing is like eh, one thing you know mm-hmm. at least we didn't have to see the the guy's like exposed foot it was in a sock we do see him like rubbing britney murphy's foot and there's some close-ups of it it's like eh, people do this whatever You're not tarantino but i then, gotcha but but then like by the time we get to the toe sucking and then the actor actually had to do that he actually had to put that toe in his mouth there had to be a conversation about it there had to be the director going now here's what I want you to do I want you to beat that big old big old juicy toe in your mouth I want you to do it they they had like 14 days of production focused oh, on this sure. that's probably why they got so like behind schedule totally, you know yeah. because like the actor had to be like. You had to get consent from like both parties, you know. Uh-huh. You had to have like maybe a, a couple of adults on set, even though they were likely adults themselves. It was like, but it's kind of weird. So, so we just want weird, your parents exactly. to be. We want your parents to be here in in the room. <laughs> well, you get um, toes sucked. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be a close up of him doing that. But he does have to hold his mother's hand as he's doing Makes it. Brittany Murphy's off screen doing the same thing. That may not have even even been her foot. That could have been a stunt oh, foot. I might you know? have been. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't pay attention to actors' feet a lot either. They don't bother me, but I just don't. Yeah. I, I don't know if I can tell you if it's a stunt butt or not. Stunt butt, stunt you're, foot or not. Stunt foot. Yeah, you're not a a, a wiki feet guy. No, um, not for me. Which disturbs me that thing exists. Oh, I like, think you're just joking. What is this? It's wiki feet. Oh, you're unfamiliar, yeah. Stephen. There's there's a website called wiki feet. Like if you type in, um, especially if you're looking in? up an actress. Uh huh. <laughs> No, don't do it. Yeah, I don't want to. Don't do it with me on, on the phone with you. <laughs> you want to uh, see it? it? Let's do it together. No, no, oh, God. Oh, FaceTime. Foot time. Um, so if you are, are looking up an actress, especially if you're looking up, like, roles that they've been in or whatever, because sometimes I'll do that, and I'm like, uh, eventually I'll, I'll find my way to, like, actress's name plus yoga pants. It's just mm. who I am. That's part of my process. Sure. Leave me alone. Don't worry about it. But if you Google an actress, and you you do, like, an image search because you want to see, like, I, I remember... I don't remember them being in this movie. What did they look like in this movie? Especially for movies uh-huh. like back in the day. Invariably, you'll come across them wearing like a, a strappy heel. And then if you look at the 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 place where the image originates from, it's going to be from WikiFeet, Steve. Wow, you know a lot about WikiFeet. I, I have to do this a lot. <laughs> you must stumble upon these a, a lot, yeah. Well, look, I'm a naturally curious sure. person. And if I come across an actress in a movie, I'm like, oh, I wonder what else they've been in. Because this happens with with guys as well, but I don't know if this is just like less often Mm -hmm. that you see their feet because guys, especially on like red carpets or whatever, the mostly closed-toed shoes. But like, yeah, Yeah. it it happens. Women, unfortunately, in Hollywood have to go uh, full fetal, fetal Mm -hmm. a lot, you know, Uh, just like their boobs. They show their feet a lot more than than men do. It's it's a shame. 
it's it's a shame and it's just it's, show no feet yeah and everybody's that's, happy yeah well not the feet people not the feet people but they like it because they have a whole website dedicated to this i i've just learned do we do we need them like do we need the feet people Quint, yeah like quentin tarantino said he's like almost like he's gonna direct one more movie and then he's out and then i'm like okay then we can we can just be done we we don't need the the feet people it's like you know? yeah he's he's got other things going on so we accept it mm-hmm. Yeah. But like if he if he retired quote unquote from Hollywood film acting and then directed foot porn, I think that would be a little mm-hmm. too far. Look, he can do whatever he wants, sure. like clearly, but it's like it's kind of like when I found out that Ashton Kutcher was going to be on Two and a Half Men. It's like, oh, this actor I don't really care for is going to be on this TV show I don't like. Yeah, that's fine. I, I'm, Doesn't harm there, you. There, there's no concentric circles here. Yeah. Like we're, we're we're yeah we're not going to cross okay. paths in any way, shape, or form. So it's eh, it's fine. Fair enough. Fine man. with me. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I liked him on that 70s show, but, you know, beyond that, I was, I was like, eh, it doesn't really do it for me. I do, I, uh, because of Dax Shepard and listening to his podcast and uh, Ashton Kutcher on there, and then, like, the stuff mm-hmm. he's done with, like, um, sexual abuse victims and stuff, or, like, trafficking victims and stuff. What did he do? Good things. He helped them. Oh, I okay. know. Okay. Scary, but no, he's good. Uh, Look, anytime I hear helped. any type of male actor in Hollywood know, has right? done something, I'm like, oh, no. It's not good. Yeah, but he actually, he, he, like, uh, he, like, testified at like congress and stuff about some of that stuff like he was really involved in it um so he seemed like mm, a genuinely okay. good person and then i'm oh, like okay. kind of retroactively being like maybe i do like him and more things a little more so maybe it's just the uh the stuff i've i've yeah. uh maybe the content he's been in like yeah. movies or tv shows or whatever has not uh, been uh my my particular yeah. cuppa but yeah okay that's the right. show for sure kelso's pretty pretty good but okay outside of that i don't well, really like count myself as like a huge fan of his you know what, Kutcher? You get an LTAS pass for this one. Uh, on February 20th, 2022, uh, we're unfamiliar with any other circumstances that may arise thereafter. Um, Timestamp. Timestamp. Yeah. We're okay. <laughs> and then uh, I, I want to know, like, the the killer in this is, uh, obviously, we, we've mentioned it a couple of times, out there killing virgins, and then we get the backstory and all this stuff, and I'm like, well, why is the killer killing virgins because it seems like mm. virgins would be the ones who would want to protect and then i don't know like it's a I, weird logic i don't think he's it's exactly just like sane yeah this is true this is true mm. this is like when people take thanos's thing too seriously right. it's like well if you really wanted help why wouldn't you just make more food it's like oh no he's he's insane that's why he killed all or like he's half insane. the fucking yeah reality you know yeah um Okay, so you I, know what? Cause, this makes sense to me. I'm, I'm back. <laughs> he mentioned something about like, yeah, like wanting to get revenge on them by like harming their innocent children or whatever. Some of the, something to that effect. And I'm mm. like, if your mom was harmed because she was an innocent person, and you just harmed the innocent people of other people that did that, like mm-hmm. you're just doing this. You did that just as worse as or just as bad as they are, you know? Yeah. Uh, but he's also not sane, so yeah, it makes sense in his brain, I guess. This is a good point. I forgive it. Hmm. So he has to like paint his fingernails every time he kills someone. Then? Wow, that's because like at the beginning work. of the movie he like puts his hand around that girl's throat as she's pinned up to a tree, and I saw there's fingernail huh. polish. And in my head, I was like, "Oh, cool! Are we gonna get like a female slasher?" Yeah, because we don't really one. see that too often, you know. Um, but then it's just like Jay Moore, and I was like, "He doesn't. He didn't have his fingernails painted this whole time." But I will say that Timmy, who's in this movie, I thought, "Oh." He's got painted fingernails. Maybe he's the killer. And then it shows a close-up of uh, the the uh, boyfriend's foot, and he's got the same shoe with the same little like oh. diamond pattern painted on it. I was like, okay, I feel a lot like of red the kill. 
the killer is definitely going to be a a male. I feel like they're gonna yeah bait and switch us on on that side of it. So you kind of leaned into that, but not you just didn't realize it'd be Jay Moore. That's interesting. A Jay Moore, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a one two three triple deke <laughs> on me, you know. Yeah, and I didn't think it mm-hmm. would be him. I just I suspected at one point a lot of people, and he was one of them. And when it happened, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that makes sense. But I I also did not like see it coming or anything that it was going to be Jay Moore. So I still think that was mm-hmm. a, a good reveal and everything. And mm-hmm. I would have also liked a real female killer for this too. But um, there's something very like 70s kind of feeling to it with me where it's like, no, it's a dude dressed up like as a girl and it's pretty bad mm-hmm. and weird. Wait a minute. Okay. I, I'm just now realizing <laughs> what they were showing us uh-huh. because Jay Moore was the, the killer the whole time. And then when Brittany murphy goes to like deliver her paper they like kind of semi flirt a little bit then they hear a noise they walk into the cafeteria they see a shoe and it's the boyfriend's shoe but we i thought at that time oh that's the killer's shoe so uh. then when we see yeah oh boy they got me they really got me there <laughs> i was thinking that was the killer's shoe and then when she takes off his shoe like when they're on his bed or whatever uh-huh. and the toe sucking scene uh, I was like, oh, he's the he's for sure the killer because it's the killer. Oh, interesting. But it was like just the boyfriend was like seeing what's going on between uh, the teacher and uh, his his ex girlfriend, and then that's and then that <laughs> is why uh, he's he's uh, so jealous of the teacher later on. Yeah, because because he's like, oh, you're gonna go hang out with fucking what's his nuts, the teacher, <sighs> blowing it wide open, bro. Damn. I do like there was also me. a weird relationship between Brittany Murphy and Jay Moore as the teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They kind of play up a lot. That's that's pretty good. So they they, yeah. they do a lot of Mister X and then also like just weird stuff between people that you don't really know what's going on. And then when it happens, you get the reveal. You're like, oh okay, that's interesting. Kinda a lot of Mister X and then with Jay Moore's character, honestly, a Mister Direct. We didn't know. Hey. I didn't know. They got me real good. Um, it, it it does like make me wonder what they edited for the like the tv viewing know, of this right? because there's certain things where i guess they could have like overdubbed the foul language or whatever but then there's some like certain situations that are like did you cut this for tv because uh, it's already an hour and a half and then you're gonna make it shorter and then you just air a shitload of fucking commercials yeah, right. like during this I, I, I guess you could but yeah um like the the scene at the beginning where they're in the car and he's getting ready to snack on some sniz i'm like oh <laughs> is that like too much you know the toe sucking scene was that in there on, they have guys. to cut that out yeah like the the violence where you see virgin carved in timmy's head as he's in that locker or whatever yeah. is that too much hmm. i don't know i also love uh when the principal is found dead by the sheriff later on it says virgin mm-hmm. not on his head Did you see <laughs> yeah. that yeah. yeah i'm like well this guy has no rules at yeah. all <laughs> They're just doing whatever they want. <laughs> and just the way to be like, like he was like, what do I put? Because he's not a virgin. And he, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I, I already put virgin. So I'll just put not after it. So it'll be fine. It's like, oh, <laughs> good thing I started writing on, you know, this side of the desk. Yeah. Oh, it's like, God. I'll just, I'll, no, I'll just go around the desk and just, I let, luckily I left room. I know it's like <laughs> in a poster when you start like in, more in the center than you meant to. And like, you have to like scrunch it all at the end. Uh Yeah, writing into big sharpies and stuff. He's like, "Oh man, I'm running out of forehead. Good thing this guy's bald." Yeah, keep going on the side here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then uh, I I only have one final note uh, for this. Um, What about you? Do you have any? Yeah, you good. Okay, so this is specifically like we've watched the entire movie at this point, and I it cuts to credits, and then at that point, I'm like, 
uh, you'd see the names flash up on the screen, and I started scrubbing forward, and then I got toward the end of it, and I was like, wait, hold up. Let me go back a little bit. So there's a point on the credits where they start flashing on screen, but eventually they get to the credits that roll, right? Oh, yeah. Steven, the credits roll from the top down. It's so weird. Is this how they do it in Australia? Oh, I don't know, and that's a good point. This is... It's it's wild. Anytime like I've never movie, seen. It drives me crazy, but it's also like this one. I was like, it kind of fits the with the weirdness again. Wait, you've seen this happen before? Uh, not very often, but every once in yeah. a while, you'll you'll come across it. Probably a lot of Australian films. I would imagine so. Those Aussies. We, yeah. Well, hey, we're gonna go reverse Drake. We're gonna start from the top. <laughs> and people are like, "What? <laughs> what does that mean? Who's Drake? Who is Drake? I don't know. It's like he's." He's going to be a popular rapper right now. He's just a child, but he's going to be on Degrassi. He's going to be in a wheelchair in Degrassi. And then he's going to be right. He's going to be very popular. He's going to be very popular. Yeah. This director was too ahead of his time, maybe. Yeah, that, I think that's the problem, especially when you go back and watch this movie. It's like, damn. He really, he's really good he really at like. He really drakes it up. <laughs> yeah. Really good at uh, tricking my brain anyway. Yeah, indeed. Mm hmm. Um, it's shoe trickery. Yeah, I, I, mm -hmm. it also had a song that I I couldn't find anywhere like streaming or, or to buy anywhere, but I found it on YouTube. But I liked the uh, the credit song uh, was like a good kind of late '90s, 2000s kind of song, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to remember. It's called uh, Drugstore by Fader or Fader by Drugstore. I don't know. It's on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You can find it with Cherry Falls on YouTube. Uh, but that's pretty much the way I found it. But I like it. So I was like, whenever. There are good soundtracks to movies. This one didn't have a whole lot of songs I liked, but I like that that credits song. So they could have had Warren's Cherry Pie in there, but changed the word pie to false. She's my cherry false. Yeah, still works. And then, of course, at the end of the movie, the last thing we see is the the waterfall esque thing, oh, like the lake becomes red, <laughs> red. via like Photoshop <laughs> or so whatever, and then like, and I'm like, where did where did the blood come from? Like that much blood is gonna that's so, a lot. It's very weird, right? Because it's like mm -hmm. there's like the whole aspect of the 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 orgy, like the cherry falls as as mm -hmm. everybody loses their virginity, and then also a lot of those teenagers die, and so many people die in this movie. Like we didn't even really talk about it, but I love that too. Like after he acts as the dad, and they go upstairs to the orgy, they're like, "It's the it's the professor. He's coming or whatever. It's the teacher." And like he just starts slashing through that room, and you don't see anybody yeah. really get stabbed, but you know, like so many of those fuckers did, and it's pretty pretty gross and brutal that it happened yeah. but i like yeah the fact that the water turns red afterwards just has a weird connotation to all of that i feel yeah i know it's a mm -hmm. weird and it looks so fake and stupid like mm -hmm. it's kind of funny but it's kind of endearing too what if like all bodies of water did that and we just don't see it very often you know what i'm saying it's like yeah. oh oh it's been 28 days already oh, it's that time <laughs> that time of the month for the lake uh don't go swimming in there oh she really is mother nature oh man that's beautiful Mm -hmm. Well, any other notes yeah. after that? Because that was pretty good way to end it. Uh, no. Sweet. No, I think I think that's it. Well, that's it for us. So overall, did you 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 think you liked it? Did uh, you watch it? Yeah, again? I think it was like a, a fun watch. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be fun to watch with like a group of people. You I know, agree who have not heard of it or seen That'd it. Be you really know, fun. Yeah. Because I told my wife when we started it, I was like, "So here's the general premise, right?" And I explained to her about the serial killer that's in this town killing virgins so all the the kids freak out and they have to lose their virginity um like the 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 premise in and of itself is very funny i think uh the despite the like rape stuff uh yeah. that is difficult to watch it's it's much like teeth in that way right like 
I think you could do like a double feature with this. Like maybe watch this first and then Teeth, where like yeah. there's some revenge. Uh-huh. Revenge of the Sniz. Um, <laughs> teeth too. Teeth revenge, 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 revenge of the Sniz. Oh my yeah. god, I want to see that movie. Somebody loses a hand. Oh. You know, it's a sequel. Ends up on uh, someone else's head. Uh, How did he yeah. get there? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You seen a stripper with a ping pong ball? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my dog oh, liked that one. Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I think uh, it, it's a, a, a movie that has some rewatchability to it. I think, I think you're right. Like, watching it with a group of people, it, people that really liked it would be fun, but also I think you're right. Like, watching it, like, showing it to people that don't know about it would be really fun. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I liked it alone. I, I was way shocked that I liked it as much as I did. Because um, I, I rewatched it for the show, really. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted to. Like, I, I wanted to watch it again. And I, I feel like I'll throw it into rotation now. Yeah. And, uh, it, it moves at it. a pretty good clip. Yeah. So, yeah. doesn't really, like, stick around too long. Did you uh, watch this with your wife at all? She also fell asleep. Uh, okay. Maybe even around the same time. She might have made it, like, halfway through it. But she fell asleep. Yeah. And then um, I think she kind of woke up. Either we watched, like, rewatched a little bit of the ending. Maybe I showed it to her or something like that. I don't think she woke up. Like, I don't think it was, like, exactly like your situation or whatever, but it was similar mm-hmm. where she was kind of into it, but not super. And then, like, at the end of it, she was just like, what happened? And then, like, you know, she was mm-hmm. she was good to go. But uh, but yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I think she would like it if she, she sat down and watched it. She she thought it was really weird. We were joking mm-hmm. about it, like, a lot of the weird, you know, scenarios and the interactions with people in the beginning. And I don't think it was quite clicking with her, but I was like, I'm into this. This is working for me. <laughs> and uh, so I think now that I know what the ending was and how it all played out and I really liked it, um, I could be like, no, I think, you know, uh, given our history and what we know of movies we like with each other, I think she would dig it from that. For for a movie mm-hmm. like that era, um, mm-hmm. you know, when we watch Urban Legend and we watch I Know What You Did Last Summer and stuff, I think this will be a new one we're going to throw in there. I liked it, so. I, I was a little bit concerned when we first started it that I was like, oh, it's, it's an hour and a half, one. Two, I, I don't really know a whole lot about this movie outside of what you told me. So I was concerned that I wouldn't have enough to say about yeah. it. But here we are <laughs> pushing pushing three hours in total record time. Listen to the outtakes, everyone. But um, we've talked about the movie now for its full running time. Plus, I would right? Imagine, have yeah, to plus. Have God. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of stuff to say. Uh, it's a, a wild movie, something that people should, like, give a chance to because, again, you're, you know, it's a, it's a quick watch. Yep. And, uh, yeah, overall enjoyable, despite the, like, hair fashions that you mentioned and, uh-huh. like, the, 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 the clothing and everything. Uh, the story Just in and of itself is, is kind of wild. Yeah. 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 Can be fine that way, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree, man. Uh, I'd recommend it. And now that it's easier to find, I, I, I don't know when the Blu-ray actually came out. You said it was, like, 2016-ish? 2016 is what that? I saw, yeah. So, like, before then, I think mm-hmm. it was pretty hard to find, um, at mm-hmm. least in the States. And then uh, I'm glad that it's gotten a resurgence now because I definitely refound me and I refound it. And it's... Uh, going to be in the rotation so it's easier to watch now which is cool and check it out it's on shutter uh, at least in the u.s and then uh, it's available on blu-ray as well so mm-hmm. uh if you haven't checked it out before listening to this episode go go find it because it's rad um yeah. all right so as usual uh you can contact us if you'd like all the info is in the show notes you can also rate and reuse on your favorite podcast apps five stars is appreciated so mm-hmm. next week like you said we are going to start our scream march uh scream march scream march Mm-hmm. And uh, with with Scream, 1996, Scream. Scream. Um, very looking forward to discussing this with you at length. Wait, 96? Yep. It comes out one year before Limp Bizkit's debut album, $3 Bill, y'all? You could say they're pretty connected. 
Interesting. I think we'll have to talk about that on the next episode. I think one informs the other. You mm-hmm. can say that. Mm-hmm. I, so you're saying uh, the that movie's, the movie's called Scream, and then Fred Durst screams. Wow. Um. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're working on some Cherry Falls level directing <laughs> levels here. Okay. So it came out. Their debut came out in 1997. Yes. The same year mm-hmm. as Scream Two. Yes. Uh-huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And they listened to Cottonmouth Kings in that movie, and that's not Limp Bizkit. Okay, never mind. I think <laughs> I was trying to make an accent. It's not there. Not there. I do. I do like that. You know who Cottonmouth Kings that one song. is? Just that one song, yep. right? Suburban Life or whatever. Suburban Life. Hey, I, they've got like two hits, so that's one of them. I like that one. I used to yeah. listen to that a lot, <laughs> but that was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Scream next next week um, to start off the whole month of Scream talk, and I'm I like I said, I'm so excited to talk about all of them. This rewatch this this time was wildly different than mine before. After watching Scream Five and watching Scream Four, mm-hmm. changed my viewing of that. I'm so excited mm-hmm. to talk at length about Scream Five with you and do some spoiler stuff on that. So and to see it again for both of us, especially you with your experience before. So uh, yeah. yeah, come back next week for that. Uh, anything else for you, sir? No, I think we're all good. Sweet. Uh, you sure you want to fill out like another 30 minutes, an hour, something like that? That's time. I, I suppose we can we just to, you know, yeah, I, that's the dangerous let's thing. Save, let's save it for next time. We'll save, we'll save <laughs> yeah. some juice in the tank. We're going to do a Snyder yeah. Cut yeah, four-hour episode? All right. Uh, well, yeah, so join us next week for Scream. And until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Dave Roberts, that's his name. That's Dave. <laughs> Samsonite. We were way off. It's Dave. Not Winston. No. Sorry, Dave. Uh huh. Cheerio. <laughs> Record. Ooh, sexy. There we go. Um, Stephen, you had just mentioned your allergies. They're always bad. They're always bad. Can't no one has. No one has good allergies. You know. I guess so. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right there. But we don't. Go, we don't go throughout a day being like, "Oh, good allergies to you." You know, it's not like <laughs> it's not part of our society, really. Uh, or you allergy- don't do something and smile and be like, "Oh, allergies." Mm-hmm. And yeah. especially like these days, like if you see someone cough or sneeze you're like oh oh yeah exactly and they immediately have to say allergies allergies and then you're like okay but really but really there was a dude uh I, I know a lot of people are going unmasked now and things are kind of opening up more and like things are drop you know open cons dropping again whatever but i'm still obviously iffy about it and i wear masks everywhere i go and so i was at the mm-hmm. grocery store the other day and there was a dude without a mask and he he was really good about it he like coughed into his elbow like you should and stuff but mm-hmm. he just like started hacking up into his elbow and oh, i no. i did that like in my head i had the sound effect of the squeak on the floor like fucking uh mclovin and super bad was like Whoink! and i just turned my cart around <laughs> and went the other way i was like i'll just come back to this aisle later on i just don't even want to fuck with it <laughs> odds got- are he's not coughing from covid but i'm like that's just nope i just don't want to be part of it much like a samurai, you carry a leaf blower on your back and you just like blow all the germs <laughs> down aisle. Man, that sounds kind of great. Mm-hmm. Personal Everyone bubble. should have them now, you know? Oh, man. Not, not gas-powered, only electric. Yeah. You don't want to put those carcinogens in the atmosphere. That's just going to exacerbate things.
But I don't know. It sounds great. I think that burning <laughs> fossil fuels is probably the best thing for us. <laughs> People start hacking up even more. You're like, oh, it's just the atmosphere. You're like, oh, fuck, okay, yeah, all, I guess. They're all coughing from the smoke in the back of my, <laughs> my backpack unit. I'm like, COVID! Just point it out, COVID! <laughs> just like a, a whole like cloud of fog is following you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No mosquitoes, though. No mosquitoes. That's the good thing, yeah. you know? We got to send these uh, fog packs over to the rainforest. Get rid of all yeah, those mosquitoes. Just, and if you get other animals in the mix, you know, that's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's fine. When you're at the top of the food chain like we are, uh, yeah. you don't have to eat things. You can just kill them. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like that's an alleged statement. You know, that's certainly not me. I'm not at the top of a food chain, <laughs> you know? Maybe the average of humanity, but, like, yeah. not me personally. Like, if you put me in a an octagon with, like, I don't know, a deer. Like, if it, I feel like you could, like, go either way on the betting, you know? It's like, I don't know. Those, and those deers have little hoobies, deer. you know? Yeah, this is like Bambi. Oh, and you're God. like, I don't know if I could take it. I, 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 I feel like that deer's too, too cute at that point. Like, uh-huh. if, it's, if it's like a, uh, I guess a stag, is it a male deer, right? Mm-hmm. And it has all these antlers and stuff. I feel like it's pointy, and I, maybe my, my instinct to uh, fight or flight would, would kick in. And after I realized I couldn't get away, I'd be like, <laughs> okay, I guess I gotta, I gotta open, open hand slap this deer <laughs> to death. I just imagine him goring you immediately, <laughs> and you're still stuck on him. You're like, ah, oh, it's time to fight. You better start. It's like, wait, maybe we can talk this out. <laughs> oh, wait, maybe this. Oh, shit. This deer doesn't speak. This deer doesn't speak English. This deer's coming over here taking our jobs. Here we go. Oh, man. This, this deer's German. It doesn't, wow. doesn't speak my language. But, like, especially if it were like a little Bambi deer, I'd be like, oh, God. It's going to kill me with cuteness. I can't. I can't possibly strike this thing, you know? Yeah, it's like other, it's like different animals, you know, develop over time. You know, mm-hmm. like they either hide, like their skin can hide them, uh, or they develop something spiky, like a plant, you know, so that things don't mm-hmm. touch them or whatever. Like you have all different ways. And mm-hmm. uh, maybe the, the Disney eyes of the, the Bambi deer is what, you know, it's like, you can't eat me, I'm too cute. Yeah. It's just as effective as the uh, pokey antlers that gorge you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What what do you think is like an animal you could fight in oh, that man. scenario and like win? Because I'm like uh, housefly. Uh, I've I've done that before. That's a I've battle that. I've won. I've I've killed spiders before, but mm. I've I've since renounced those ways. Yeah, I don't, I don't like to do that. I like to escort them outside. Um, I give them a juice, oh, wow, a juice for nice. the road. I'm like, like a Capri Sun or. Uh, like yes, yeah, and I have to like poke the straw in there, and mm-hmm. I've got like a very True. low hit rate on that. I'm like, I'm like slashing the side of the juice packet, and it leaves like that trail, you know. <laughs> uh, Why did yeah. it give you that? I feel like that's a deadly instrument. Oh, that yeah. uh, that straw, that's like the deadliest thing you can give a toddler <laughs> and like send them to school with, you know. It's like you have to have like an adult help them with that. Yeah, I mean it's tough enough already. Like they can mm-hmm. poke your hands, you can poke yourself in the eye. Yeah. You could obviously hold it up and, like, get lunch money. (laughs) It's definitely a weapon. (laughs) Like, that thing looks scary. Mm -hmm. Like, especially with the generation that's grown up with it, if you, like, ran into a bank with one of those straws, you're like, give me all the money. You'd be like, oh, shit, it's got a Capri Sun straw. (laughs) Oh, man, this guy's means business. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we got through the metal detector, with one of those. 
you know? He's like, what do you, what, 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 I don't have a bag. What do we put the money in? He just tosses up an empty box of Capri Suns. And he's like, I just really like Capri Suns. I got a lot at home. I figured I could just use it for all parts of this robbery. Uh-huh. Just throw you know, the bags in there. You know how like some uh, fashion designers will repurpose uh, McDonald's Happy mm. Meal boxes into clothing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Somebody has redesigned a, a whole <laughs> oh man a whole bunch of uh, Capri Sun bags into a money getaway bag. You know. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and you could like make the dollar sign like the cartoon dollar sign that's on like money bags and cartoons. You can make it out of like the S. From the Capri yeah. Sun? Uh-huh. Oh, Just my God. Dollars. Oh, my God. We're losing money on this idea. Wow. This is amazing. I also, I thought you were going to say that they've made an outfit out of Capri Sun packets. <laughs> which would be cool because it's kind of like chrome. Like, it's like there's stuff on it, but they, I feel like they're like foil looking, right? Like, they uh-huh. could look kind of shiny and neat. Man. You know, there's there's that, uh, that, uh, that myth that um, if you would have in your car a cd underneath your um, rear view mm -hmm. mirror and a cop like tried to shine their um their their uh that that gun that collects your speed yeah thank Uh you (laughs) words difficult you're not a bat no (laughs) you're not a bat i I don't know i don't know these words you know again i don't speak animal language but uh yeah they they shoot their radar at you that that cd is supposed to deflect I've never uh, heard that before. I don't feel You've never like, heard of this? That's really weird. They they talked about it on Mythbusters oh, and yeah? only like kind of works in like a very specific scenario. But if you were to dress yourself entirely in Capri oh, Sun yeah. clothing <laughs> with a reflective foil on it, <laughs> and they see you like try to Naruto run down the sidewalk or whatever oh and they shoot, shoot that gun mm. at you, they're like, oh shit, I can't tell how fast this kid's running, you know? But then they're like, wow, but also on the, the cop and you know, we're... We're kind of assholes, so I'm just going to shoot this guy with the other gun. <laughs> sure, he's running away, but, you know, it took a very dark turn. <laughs> well, maybe he only had enough Capri Suns to do, like, the front of the outfit. And then when he oh, ran yeah. around the corner, mm-hmm. he was exposed and they could they could do it then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, he did turn a dark corner. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. Man. Oh, what if it was, like, it was designed as a hospital gown, so it was literally <laughs> open in the back? No pants. No, no pants. underwear. <laughs> Full ass out. <laughs> That's a I good like distraction this. game. I think so. Yeah, it's the best People way. Like, I could. I can't tell you what he didn't wear a mask. Yeah. I just can't tell you what his face looked like. I can yeah. tell you what his ass looked like. Yeah, exactly. And his outfit. I counted like seven pimples on his ass. I, you know, that's that's where my brain went. Um, his outfit was distracting in multiple ways. You know. Yeah. It's crazy. At least Sixty packets of you know, or, or individual Capri Suns that he like sewed together. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. pretty wild, sir. I don't know what he looks like. <laughs> it's like that uh, Nintendo game, Spy Hunter. Uh, he left an oil slick in his wake behind him, except it was a fart cloud and poo. That's <laughs> and what it I was. got distracted. I've never seen someone shit an exact poo emoji before, but that's what it, it was. Happened. I've taken several photos of it. <laughs> I did a whole angle test. I went uh-huh. around it in a circle. I got to hold on. There's a video. Yeah. Let me show you. <laughs> you can see the depth. Yeah. And it was weird, too, because when I, like, shine my, or I put my phone camera on it, it thought the poo was a face. Like, it puts that little yellow box around it. It was it's insane. Actually, it already made a folder out uh-huh. of the poo face. Yeah. Uh, you can click on it. He's, he's part of my favorites now. Although yeah. I can get to him. It defaulted to dogs for some reason, but, you know. Don't know to tell you. I don't know. I can't argue with technology. They've never gotten it wrong. Man, so the Capri Sun Pooper, 
Capri Sun Pooper is, is the, the sink. gentleman that robs this bank and our yeah. sink word of the day. <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> But wouldn't you like to go to the post office and see that photo, uh, <laughs> that like artistic rendering on there? There's no face. It's just him running away with pooping and like Capri Sun packets strung over uh-huh. his body. And it's like Man. because it's been photocopied, it's all in black and white. But there are yeah. arrows. Like it says yellow here. It's like an arrow pointing to certain portions. They're cops. They can't afford. Yeah, they can't afford color printers. Yeah, we don't have this kind of technology. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. All right, Capri Sun Pooper to sink on three, and I don't think we've used that sink word before, so I feel comfortable I feel using like we're it now. Pretty comfortable with that. Yeah, yeah we I have think not so. Used that before. Yeah. All right, so Capri Sun Pooper on three, one, two, three. Capri, Capri Sun, Sun Pooper. Oh man, you added it. Yeah. You always get that, that nice fart noise in there. but Well, you did it last time where we were talking about uh, the alley Sometimes alley-oop. I do it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you made the, the sound, and it killed me so hard. <laughs> and then I thought about it all last week. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I do it in real life is what I mean. Like, after mm-hmm. you, it's like mm-hmm. uh, like many things. And, like, I, I, I steal from the people around me. I don't know if we all do that, right? Like, you know, uh, mm-hmm. mannerisms and jokes and uh, just the way, I don't know, uh, accents. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes yeah. uh, like we've discussed, it's I, I like to let you do them because they're so good. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I could do that back. And then I'm like, nope. And then sometimes <laughs> I try and I'm like, oh, it's pretty good. And sometimes it's like, nope. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah, I, I went for the the squeaker, uh, as we call that, that toot. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, man, you, uh, you you enjoyed it, which makes me really happy. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it was like a, a very like, uh, well, it's very wet. Enjoy your breakfast, listener. <laughs> L-P-A-M